Uh, for those of you folks who listen to our to our show for the past year or so, it's uh, not a not a good way to start a show. Right off the bat, we jump into the sad flute, but uh, I think we thought it would be appropriate to do that tonight. Uh, thank you guys for for listening uh, to the Cantina Mickey's podcast. Welcome to the show. I really appreciate having you guys on. We are live on the YouTube, and of course, you can listen to this in our previous editions of the Cantina Mickey's podcast um, at the Podcast Center uh, on iTunes as well as on Google Play. So we do appreciate y'all's patronage. Um, my name is John Jagu. We're going to get right to it. Uh, another, uh, I think, extremely disappointing result for Mexico today uh, not, uh, in, in, in numbers and as, as well as performance. Uh, we will uh, dive into uh, Mexico's 4-1 loss to Germany in the semifinals of the Confederation Cup, sending them to the uh, third place game uh, to play against uh, Cristiano Ronaldo as Portugal for third place uh, bright and early Saturday morning at 7 a.m. Central 5 a.m. Pacific. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of folks that will tune in to, to watch that game. And uh, of course, uh, uh, time uh, we were hoping to uh, have our technical director on uh, to set up uh, a call for you folks, a number to call a little later in the show, which we hope to do uh, probably about an hour into the show. And then uh, we'll uh, wrap it up with, uh, you know, with uh, with episode four, New Hope, as we always do at the end, and see what we can do. So uh, we will uh, do all of that for you guys today. Uh, well, we have a limited panel right now, but I'm sure our our, our esteemed uh, pundits will will climb on as the evening progresses. But uh, we got uh, we got an East Coast guy and a West Coast guy on the show with us tonight. We'll start in the West Coast because that's just the order I have it on my little uh, Google app here. And that's uh, Joel Aceves, who is in South Los Angeles. Joel, it was uh, it was it was deja vu all over again. John, just when I was starting to get some confidence in the team, they they let me down. John, I, I opened my heart. Just when you they, thought you were out, they pulled you back. You, you, they you punched that... me right in the nuts. Yes. No, I I, ex- <laughs> I expected more from the players. I, I wasn't expecting much from Osorio. Uh, I knew he was going to do something like this. Well, I was expecting the players him to would do overcome something. it. Yes, because it's something we talked about. How we have a generation of players that want to prove something at the national team level. Uh, a lot of them are in their last. This is their last run. You know. And uh, this is a good chance to to make their mark. Yeah, so we were talking about that, and, and I figured, you know, some sometimes the players would just take matters into their own hands, you know, like, I'm, I'm just going to – this isn't working, whatever the coach put out, but I'm going to do, do my own thing. And uh, I don't know if they tried that, but it was it was pretty bad. Yeah, well, I mean, it's uh, and we'll we'll jump into it, uh, you know, a little deeper before we uh, introduce the rest of the panel. But uh, you're right, Joel. It's uh, it's 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 what we've talked about for the past two weeks. Uh, you know, the, this this group of guys, as you said, I mean, they had they couldn't they couldn't have had a better opportunity to start cementing their legacy if if they if they if they want to cement the legacy. You, yeah, but, ta- ta- talent wise, a lot of people say that they are the the most 
you know, the, the best national team ever, uh, just individually, talent-wise. And, and the thing I've said is these, they haven't surpassed previous national teams. No. So you you can't say that until they do it. And this was this was a tournament where they could at least, you know, start that process. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. There's there's no question. I mean, it was it was it was it was a, it was a, uh, a huge missed opportunity again. Uh, you know, I mean, I know that Germany is Germany, and I know that yes, they may have had some some players that were not necessarily the you know not not the like the the usual starter, but it's still Germany, and you know uh, you know whether you want to call it the A team, the B team, the C team, I don't care. You know, it's a, it, it, it's still a team that's worth a half a billion dollars, and it's still and it's still extremely talented. But they were very. I mean, they, they Germany showed today that they that they also had some areas that uh, that that Mexico could and did exploit. They just uh, they just didn't get a chance to to stick it in the back of the net, and uh, the uh, the Germans the Germans did, and it seemed like the Germans could uh, could have if they wanted to just scored at will, which we'll we'll, we'll talk about here. And of course, uh, we also want to introduce uh, other member who has joined us tonight, and uh, hopefully, will uh, be joining us on a regular basis. Or we're talking about uh, Rigoberto Raton Ayala, who joins us from Orlando. How are you? How are you, Rigo? I'm uh, still having a tough day. It's been it's been a tough day. I uh, I go away, set myself up for failure, and uh, I had a lot of hope. So em- emotionally, you 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 had. Uh, you, you, you built it up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I in my head, I could see it. I could see it happening. Uh, I let I let my uh, I let my heart take the best of me once one more time, and it was just it was just an emotional rollercoaster. Corazón de mierda! What are you coming? Come on, man! It was just an emotional rollercoaster from the beginning. I uh, well, I mean, there wouldn't be uh, you know we 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 wouldn't be as. Uh, Passionate about it, and have an emotional investment. But uh, you know, on this show, we have to be also be very pragmatic. So we'll uh, we'll, we'll we'll do that as well. And you know, one thing that I do uh, pride ourselves on is that uh, on the show, I think that yes, we 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 have bias when it comes to certain things. But I think that we're we're all uh, mature and uh, analytical enough to to look at something and 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 dissect it for what it is. And that's what we'll do again. Well, we'll do again tonight. So I uh, do uh, appreciate having both of you guys on. Uh, you know, just uh, just to make sure, just just a little bit better. Just just a little. Bit, just a little. <laughs> don't, want, don't don't want y'all both to start crying on me. So we'll, uh, if we need to cheer you up, we'll just uh, we'll just we'll just drop some. Just you know, every now and then, every now and then. Already looking forward to the beginning of League Max. Yeah, well, I mean, they have their uh, their their big uh, Supercopa game out in LA in a, in a, in a few weeks over at uh, over at Carson. So, they, yeah, they, they just you know, that's what's crazy about uh, about the way that this uh, you know the this, this summer uh, plays out for for Mexico fans is that it's just it's just it's just going to be it. it. Nothing has stopped. It just is just soccer every week. It's uh, it really is a uh, a, a fifty two week a year enterprise, which uh, it's uh, one of the things that we'll talk about. So. Let's jump into it. Uh, Mexico loses four-one. Uh, Germany gets two goals uh, inside of eight minutes to start the game. And at that at that point, it was uh, essentially, I think, that most most everybody watching probably uh, assumed and assumed correctly that the, that the game was over at that point. There was, uh, I mean, it really was eighty-two minutes of formality. The uh, the Germans were were able to uh, probe. 
and and crush Mexico in the exact way that we thought that they would, which is catching them on a transition and just seeing how, uh, I guess for lack of a better term, mal parado the uh, the Mexican defense was, and and boom, boom, they get two goals just like that, and. Uh, Mexico had a had a response. They had some chances, but uh, every time Germany got in the mood, they I mean, every time they got in the mood, they either came incredibly close to scoring or they scored. And uh, I mean, I, I do believe that if uh, if if Germany had a a, a vendetta or, or or if they were seeking revenge, they would they would they would they would have gone into double digits today easily, easily. Oh yeah, they uh, they definitely were not going to. Uh... Score. They they definitely didn't, didn't want to score six, seven goals because they could have easily yeah. have done it easily. Yeah. So um, it was it was unfortunate, and uh, to to me the, the 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 big big decision, at least at the beginning, that uh, that 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 gave me pause as far as how I thought this game was going to play out was was when I saw that Giovanni Los Santos and 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 and, and to his credit. Giovanni was was terrific offensively today. He, I mean, he created chances. He 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 had a couple of shots on goal. He was good as far as trying to get the ball back in the attack in his attacking third. But that was the only place where he played, and we knew that that would happen because that's just who he is. I mean, he is a forward. He's not a midfielder, so let him be a forward. And uh, he he was the one that came in for Guardado, uh, who was suspended. Uh, we all thought it would be Marco Fabian, at least me personally thinking that, that, that Fabian had a little bit more defensive discipline because he has to, because that's how he, because the only reason he, he's on the field in the first place in Frankfurt is that he has to have that defensive discipline. It's because otherwise the coach won't let him play. So I, I was hoping that, uh, that it would be him that would come on. Unfortunately, it was Giovanni. Uh, Giovanni was not as good defensively. And again, against a team like Germany that can, you know, uh, I know that they ceded possession to Mexico they can keep the ball as long as they want. I mean, they, they, they have the, the, the players and the talent to do whatever they want with the ball. And it seemed to me that, uh, that Mexico really, really needed to pack the midfield against them so that they wouldn't have to get caught out defensively. And sure enough, within the first six minutes, then, you know, Mexico fans, worst nightmares happen. The, 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 the exact same way that, uh, that Chile scored against Mexico last summer with the way that we started seeing just throughout the, the, the tournament that they didn't start off this poorly defensively, but, but as the tournament got on, we saw that the, that those gaps were there, you know, especially on uh, trying, trying, trying to cover teams uh, on a, on a quick break, et cetera, or just, and uh, the, the Germans, I'm sure that was the first thing they noticed when they watched the tape, like, Hey, look at this. We're going to have fun with this. And they, I mean, yeah, they scored two goals in eight minutes. Game, it was, it was game over at that point, and that was when a lot of us, at least me, uh, were wondering, okay, so it's two zero. The last time this happened, they gave up five more. I mean, are they going to be able to do something or, or what? And then they uh, were able to maintain it at least for the next forty minutes. But Joel, it was uh, as you mentioned, it was, it was. Uh, Tactical blunder, but uh, but but the, the players really in those first eight minutes they were just unbelievably tight, and they made a lot of. I mean, in, in the first thirty seconds, they were dispossessed inside, very close to their own eighteen. That's yeah. how the game started. 
yeah, Germany knew what they were they were doing. You know, it was obvious. But it, it's something I saw at the Centenario, which which was uh, the same mistakes that Mexico kept doing, and and the difference is that some of these teams weren't as clinical. We actually been seeing it since the Chile friendly, where that first half where Chile could have been up right. three three four zero, and but Mexico ends up winning. Right, and, they, and but but we thought that we that the Mexico had had uh, had shored that up because they I mean granted they're playing teams of a, of a lesser caliber, but against the U.S. and Columbus as well, we we didn't see those those awful gaps that we saw in the, in the Copa America. We didn't yeah. see the first, you know, the first uh, the first game against Portugal, and then you know almost for the first half against uh, New Zealand, but it just started creeping in. More and more and more, and then by the by the time Russia the Russia game had come up, I mean Russia, I mean the same thing. They they could just they they attacked at will, and and, and it could get dangerous plays. And you know the Germans were not gonna, you know they they were not gonna take uh, that lightly, and they and they did what they had to do. What, what, yeah, well, I mean, a, no, go on, Drew. No, what I was gonna say was, I mean, in, against USA, the goal comes right up the middle. Um, I guess Portugal, the goals come off counterattacks. Uh, New Zealand, the goal came right up the middle. Russia, the same thing. Um, so there, there was a trend there that that this team you could go, you could pretty much counter them right up the middle because there was nobody there that was going to stop you in between the midfield and the and, and the center backs. Going back to the whole the Geo thing, which I thought was a mistake, and then it was a mistake where he played him because if you watch Geo during the game, yes, he did have some good offensive plays, but he was supposed to be playing on the left side of the midfield, and he complete he would completely drift over to the right side, and sometimes you'd see him like right on top of Jonathan. Yeah, um, Geo's best position, and, and what he'll always is on the right side. Well, we're, right is, is is for him to play both sides. So him to play in the middle and just and just Free. be a, a roaming guy. Yeah, yeah. And um, that's great if you wanted to do that. But then you then you either have to sacrifice a winger because you can't sacrifice a midfielder to let him do. I mean, they were playing with two midfielders. Well, that, that's, that's the other thing. The other thing was Alanis was coming up and almost he'd find himself in that role because as as a as a natural center back, you tend to drift in. Um, so he would push up and then he'd drift into the left and now he's on the left side and now there's no, there's no left, no left back. And, um, I think on both goals, the, when, when they, uh, when they make the run, the, there's a winger that, that pushes up and on, on the right side, you know, on Misa side, and he's nowhere to be seen on both goals on the first two goals. Well, the first goal was, uh, was Hector Moreno just heading the ball, to know, I mean, to to a German, and then the Germans just going on a break, and it was it was all over after that. And then the second one was a little so, but just the you know they had a their midfielder make, you know, they basically beat the press. And uh, one thing I've noticed, and it wasn't just Germany. I mean, it's it's something that we've seen, especially with with the in, in the Osorio era, is forwards. All they have to do is just find that spot, that soft spot between the two defenders, and neither guy is going to mark. Them. It, it it just seems like they get they get lost in when they're 
when they're caught off, when they're caught off guard. Yeah. Uh, or, or on counter. It just seems like they, they lose all their positioning and they all they want to do is everybody go toward the, towards the ball. Um, the other thing was, I mean, personally, me personally, if, if I was going to come out with this team and I was going to play against Germany, I would have relinquished the pose- possession to Germany and I would have, I would have been the team that was pressuring high and trying to counterattack. Well, Sodio from the beginning of the game, like they took possession and they try to play it from the back. They uh, try to take on that pressure, even when they, I mean, literally the first, the whistle blows and the Germans are right on top of them. And they see that and they continue to play from the back. And it's just a mistake. Like they, they can't do it. They can't, they can't play against, against that high pressure. It's just not, it's just not in a, when you're playing against a team who is actually really talented, they can't do it. Um, right. it, it only took 10 minutes of them high pressuring them for them to give them two goals. Um, and I just thought that was a mistake on Osorio's part. If, if those were his tactics, which it seems like that's his tactic is to play from the back, build, build the game up to, you know, up to the front. And well, see, I have no problem with that, but if they're going to high pressure you like that and then just send the 50, 50 ball down the way and, you know, or, or 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 have a forward come crashing down, to, you know, to, to to break it, and they did neither of those things. It was uh, the you know the, the you, you have to figure out a way to you know to break the press. They didn't do it, and uh, it was uh, like I said, it was it was deja vu all over again. And Mexico did have some chances uh, later in the first half to uh, you know to at least get one back and and, and give. The, the team, uh, you know, a semblance of hope. And again, and I, and I think that, you know, this, this team, this Germany team, were not unbeatable. I mean, they, they, they were there for the taking. They, 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 they could have been, uh, it could have been a lot more competitive than it was. And uh, unfortunately, I, Mexico just didn't, uh, they, 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 they swung and missed today. It was just, it was very, you know, at some point, you know, we can talk about, you know, it's, it, it was, you know, a Sodio with this and, and but, but, it, it, as as Joel said, I mean, these guys have been playing together. Some of them have been playing together for for over ten years. And uh, if for 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 them to 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 perform the way they performed in, in the first twenty minutes of that game, uh, we know whether it was nerves or, or or whatever it was. I mean, I mean, you guys. I mean, isn't this isn't this why they play for for for, for players? Is this to play a, a game like this? In, in a tournament like this against a team like that, I mean, is is that what you dream about your entire life? Wow, I mean, I'd love to play, you know, the Germans in a semifinal of a tournament. That's just, you know, wow, like, how how great would that be? And I mean, uh, opportunity missed. It, it was uh, unfortunate for uh, for to Mexico. me. To me, it never felt like Mexico was, you know, really putting the, the German team in, in, you know, complicated situations where the German team couldn't, couldn't handle it. It felt like the German team took their foot off the gas. Mexico started moving forward. But in that last line of the, of the defense, they, they were solid back there. And then Me- Mexico went to the old, let's, you know, drop crosses in. And that's just not going to work. Not when you have, not when your striker is five foot nine and the Germans are six foot three, six foot four. Um, it's just not going to work. Um, 
So it just felt like there was no idea. And I, I, I mean, I looked up and down, you know, I was watching the, I'm watching the game and then I'm thinking on the bench and I'm like, what could he possibly do to change this? The outcome. Right. It, it did see, it did seem then, like at, at some points, so maybe like around the 30, 30 to 35th minute, like the Germans kind of like, they kind of like maybe fell asleep a little bit or just relaxed a little bit too much. And you saw some, some, some through balls go through and some passes, but still it never felt like Mexico was almost there. Like I think, I think, I think their first shot on target happened in like the, almost the 40th minute or something. No, that's like not that. true. Cause I at least had one early, like in the 10th minute or so the people seem, the people forget, but he did. He did crack one. It was like from you know from thirty five yards out. It bounced like five times before it went into the goalie's hands. No, oh. but there was a shot on goal. No, uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. It was, it was just um, you know you know the the, the 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 stats will say that Mexico had the twenty something shots on goal and they had sixty two percent of the possession or or, or or maybe maybe that's a little too high. Maybe sixty one. Sixty one. Sixty one. Yeah. Eight, eight shots on goal. Twenty six shots altogether. But but the reality is is that you know half of those passes are you know between defenders. Oh yeah, they're, they're you know they they don't have any you know you know probing passes that 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 that, that, that advance them in the attacking zone. Uh, like you said, and then they, you know they, they would send a lot of crosses in, and they'd send crosses to nobody because they they just they don't they they didn't uh, they didn't look and see what what was going on. They didn't see who was there. They were. They had the expectation that a guy was going to be there, but he wasn't there. Now flip that with how the Germans play, where they know their guy is going to be there, so they can go ahead and just knock that pass, you know, on that first goal. I mean, that was, I mean, that was. That's what you know, a forty-yard pass into the middle bounces once, just you know, perfectly in stride for a guy to just. Uh, all he has to do is just give it a little flick with his foot, and it, and it, it was it wasn't even a hard shot, and it goes into the back of the net. It, it, it's and it's sad because. <laughs> That team hasn't been together that long. Our team should know each other like the back of their hand. Right. And, you know, and then there are some players that, uh, you know, you know, frankly, uh, you know, have, were probably there more for reputation than anything else that, that, uh, that probably didn't need to start, but it was just, you know, it was what we had. I mean, I think Miguel Layun uh, there, there's, I think we're starting to see why uh, he didn't play for, for Porto for the past six weeks of the season or whatever it was. Uh, he was not uh, particularly sharp. Now, to to his defense, he's more of a left back, and uh, of course, you know they had him playing right back. And, I mean, uh, yeah. this this just this just goes back to Osorio. Not okay. You want to take all the European guys? I get that. I have no issue with that. But then, if you're going to take all the European guys, also take players that are excelling in their positions in Mexico. This whole not having a, a natural anchor, a natural center defensive midfielder is big. And especially when you have guys who play, who, you either have a guy who's a center midfielder and his natural instinct is to drift forward with their other midfielders, or you have center backs who's nat- who aren't as mobile as a, nat- a guy who naturally plays efficient, a Molina, Gallito. The same thing with the left backs. Like, why why are you, you know, doing this experiment where you're trying to play guys out of their position when you have, for example, a Luis Reyes who plays left back? 
if you and if you want to experience if you want to if you want to experiment I, I before the game started somebody i think uh, somebody asked me like who would you have started and i and i said i would have put aquino at left back and people were like but he can't play defense and i'm like first of all aquino has the speed to keep up with anybody so he's going to drop back and he's going to he's going to give you he's going to come up and give you that support to the winger and if you notice during the game, Aquino was probably one of the better players the first half. And he made a lot of runs all the way back to cover Alanis, who would push up and not drop back. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I mean, there's no question that Aquino is probably the probably the biggest hustler on the team. I don't think that there's any, um, so again, any, I, my, any, any doubt in that. My, the reason that why, why this is Osorio's fault, and, and I mean, it's the players' fault too. I, I don't want to take away from the players. But the reason why it's Osorio's fault is because he chose these guys and he knew that he was taking players that he, he, he didn't have enough players for every position. What, what is, what is more, most frustrating for me when it comes to Osorio is, I mean, it, it, it's almost as if he doesn't, you know, he, you, you think that he studies, you know, in fact, we know, you know, they, they spend hours studying and scouting and analyzing the opponent. But I think that they forget that that opponent actually, you know, okay, well, they do this. Well, yeah, well, you know what? No one else does what they do better on the planet. So you need to really pay attention. It, it, it just seems like he doesn't take the other team as seriously as he should. Or or it doesn't he take – he doesn't play to his strength. I mean, we, we know that he doesn't play to his strengths. Well, his goal I, is to his goal is to I, try and take away the other team's strengths, but he he's, he fails at that too. The issue with the fullbacks, though, is that there aren't really good quality ones. I mean, I know that you have some 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 that you think are are up to par. I personally don't think. I think I personally think that's a uh, generally a weakness uh, uh, for Mexico. I don't see anybody that that really anywhere close to Salcido's form when he was. In his in his heyday, hell, even Massa. And I think that kind of on some level, because I think early on um, the first games that Osorio coached, he did try a few different, a few natural uh, fullbacks in those positions, and they sucked. Paul Aguilar. I mean, Torres Nilo, Torres Nilo didn't even make the Gold Cup. And and seeing as how he sees the team's biggest weakness as set pieces and 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 uh, dead ball plays. He's figured, all right, I got no left backs to really serve a full the full function of a fullback, so I'm gonna get a bunch of tall guys. Hopefully they can defend and then nullify that weakness on set pieces. I think that's his kind of like what he's trying to go for. Um, I could kind of understand and, and on some level agree with it. I don't I pers uh, the one thing that I, I don't think he planned for were, were the injuries. Uh, because the two people, the two players that he had, position both got hurt. Uh, regardless whether that's their natural position or not, those are the two guys that he probably had that he had in mind that he was going to be plugging in in those positions. But they both got hurt. And uh, I mean, I, I but if okay, they got hurt. <laughs> but even even before this game, they weren't playing well. So no, 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 no. But but. They weren't conceding goals off set pieces, and they were scoring a lot of goals off set pieces. Well, Dan, so you're on some level, you can right. kind of understand that, that but, philosophy that he was going with. I, I and I, I get that. I get that he wants to stop set pieces, but this team hasn't been giving up goals off set pieces, but they've been giving up goals off of 
off of, of yeah. in play. Yeah, so unfortunately, he addressed one issue and, 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 and worsened another. Yeah, so he's played two knockout games, and he's given up eleven goals in those. And then, and then, in, in the two tournaments he's played, they played. I guess was it four games each, and they're minus four. Seventeen goals have been scored. So they've they've given up six goals in the other in the previous six games, and they've given up eleven in the, the, the their two knockout games since he's been playing. And and, and and you know, luckily, as you say, Dan, I don't think any of those have been offset pieces. So he's made he's he's shored up a, a problem that you know was I mean what, what would y'all rather do you know give up a set piece every now and then or get or get torched by five <laughs> give up give up a set piece I mean it, it's I, I don't even think it's that big of a of a of an issue where you can't have guys that are a bit shorter play on set pieces because you can have you know your strikers come come back down uh, and help out it's. It's just it's it's just really frustrating to watch. You're sitting there, and you're you're. I got I, at least for me, I'm sitting there and I'm watching the game, and I'm like, I I could have known this. I, I knew this was going to happen, and you know there, there could have been ways to try and prevent this. And he had he had well, the, well, the easiest he had, way he had to, the to prevent it was was to was to was to put put a five man line. Because yeah. I mean, that's what Germany did. Yeah, G- Germany went out there with a five four one. Knowing that Mexico was going to go full on attack, and just how? See, but that, that's what I don't understand is that who, who in their right mind? Oh yeah, Germany. Oh yeah, we got to take the game to them. I mean, who, who thinks like that? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm serious. And, and and also also John going off of that. This is a Mexico side that I believe in the five previous games they had conceded the first goal. It was four, but so, you're right. Oh, well, USA game too. You count that right? The USA game and the three group games. So it's four. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so I mean, to to concede so many, so many, you know, so many games in a row, and then you're going up against Germany. Uh, I think that also to not take that into account was a it big wasn't even. It, so it wasn't like, even I guess for me personally, they were all similar. My biggest issue, I guess, with the, with the lineup is not so much the fullbacks because I, I I think that that's just. Lose lose, no matter what he does. I think in that position for the most part, um, but the midfield is where I, definitely a head scratcher. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna put out only three midfielders, and one of them you know is likely not to help out at all on defense. And the, and the other guys iffy at best. And both of the other two guys, you could argue, are more offensively inclined still. So no, I mean, that, and, but, uh, and then the at the end of the game was, just, you know, he was just absolutely because yeah, he was had to do defending for two people. Oh, he was he he was he he was completely gassed. He had nothing left. Yeah, he was gone. You can see he was trying to like muster the the the, the, the will to just chase the ball, but that's all he was doing. Probably. The single biggest factor right there is just lining up. I think all of us kind of wanted to see Marco, thinking he's going to be slightly more offensive if, he, if that was the approach that he was going to go. You know, and then the worst part about that decision, Dan, is when he does come in. I mean, did you see how well Mexico started playing? <laughs> yeah. And then he has, you know, he has just he just ripping shot after shot, and then he scores that great goal. It's like you got to be kidding me. You you know what what also I, I found. Um, you you know with Mexico not having Guardado 
and and Mexico's a team that that needs that player that's a team leader. And and if you're gonna be lacking it, I, I felt he should have played with, you know, with a player of you know that's similar to that. Not not style, but at least, uh, you know, command the players in in the field. Who would who that player have been? I mean, Marquez, even though I wasn't a favorite, or or Orbelin, but I mean not Orbelin, uh, Oribe, Oribe Peralta. I think those are players that, you know, have that attitude. It's just, I mean, at this stage, at this stage in a lot of these guys' careers, to not, to to need that is is disappointing. I, but it, it happens. Look, look at Brazil. No, it, they they lost Neymar, and and you know their their morale went down. Uh, we've seen in Argentina when when they lost Maradona at uh, '94, and they had a really talented team. Uh, and and so you see it sometimes because you just need someone to rally, you know, that's going to rally the group or, or pick him up or, or just, you know, inspire some confidence. Uh, so I, I do feel – Chicharito is, is trying to take the, assume that role. And I got to tell you, uh, for uh, – of all the things to be actually, you know, happy about was, uh, was when, when that uh, German defender tried to <laughs> – Tried to pull the Quatemoc on uh, on Chicharito. We just, you know, Chicharito just pushed him away, and the dude acted like he'd been, you know, elbowed or whatever it was. He killed time and, and pissed him off. Yeah, and uh, Chicharito. Well, I mean, but it Chicharito play for for a good bit. So you're saying it was it, it, it was it, it, it was to ice the. It was a successful throw. Yeah, I mean, Mexico was putting on some pressure. This is a good way to just stop it. Stop it. Um, you know, just. Delay it a little bit, you know, make them that much more anxious, which I'm sure it, it, it worked. I mean, it pissed everybody off because it was, you know, he was clearly uh, faking. I mean, he literally just pushed off. He didn't really push him. He just pushed off. So, um, yeah, I thought it was masterful. <laughs> I was like, man, these guys are just, they're, they're even, they're even uh, good at that. I, I don't know. You, you know what, John? I think he meant more than... Chicharo might take over that role. Uh, he plays but, more. I mean, he plays a lot. He plays a lot of heart. I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with Chicharo, I've seen him just, you know, just get completely lost. I thought. I also thought. I mean, I thought at halftime. I thought at halftime he would realize that uh, that Gio wasn't working. And he would bring in Marco right at halftime. But that's the problem, though, is that is that is that in his mind, Gio was working because Gio was doing great offensively. Um, I mean, Gio, yeah, Gio has that one that he uh, give and go with Cheech that almost they got a couple like of shots. Won, still he should he should have one time there instead of trying to dribble into the box. Um, it just felt like. The, the the subs is like he just he, he doesn't I feel like he doesn't react right in the in, the, in previous games he's reacted in in this game his subs weren't weren't done in a, in a timely fashion I thought the Aquino sub was terrible uh, that was my personal opinion um, if he, and, 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 and someone has had to explain to me why Carlos Vela did I mean didn't even did not play yeah didn't play at all. That didn't sniff. The field. I mean, should, should, shouldn't you want to? I'm, I'm, I'm just call me crazy. Call me crazy. I know. I know. I'm. You know. I know that you guys think sometimes that I'm. You know. I, I can be psychotic. I can be just like you know. Just lose it. But don't you? Wouldn't you want? You know. Regardless of 
you know, your, your, your pendejada systems. Hey, I need my, this, this is the best team in the world. I, I probably should go at them with my best guys and just figure out a way to, to make it work with them. That's why I've said, I've said, I've said it, John, there is, there is no breaks on the rotation train. You know what's, you you know what's funny, the last podcast we did, I said, um, I I wouldn't mind seeing him in the midfield just because he has a lot of ball control and and, and a lot of possession. So then I'm listening to Osorio, you know, do the post game conference. And he talks about how he thought about putting him there in the midfield instead of Gio, but he felt Gio was better for that position. And it's just like mind boggling how you, how you can think that Gio is better than Carlos Vela at at any aspect of the game at this point in their careers. Um, But I mean, I would have liked, I would have, I mean, I I was fine with the three guys up top. Um, I would have liked to see Marco and Vela. well, to to, to Aquino's credit, and I, I don't want to trash because I, I I honestly believe that of, of of if I had to grade the players out of, of the of the twenty three, I mean I mean like Aquino would probably be number one or number two. I mean he really had a terrific tournament. I know I mean, it was you know he played in, in in the time that he played, he played really well. I mean he, even today, I agree. I mean he you know he he did what he had to do, and you know there were some times where. Uh, you know, he may not have been somewhere at a certain time, but I mean, but he would track back defensively. He, you know, he got Mexico out of a hole. You know, he, he, he created chances. He was, you know, he, he took, he took the players on in front of him, uh, which is what he's, you know, he, he, and, and, and he, I thought he did just fine. So, I mean, I would, I would definitely rate him as, as someone who probably had the, uh, the best tournament for, you know, for a Mexican player. I mean, I, I thought so too. That's why, I mean, what? It was but I would have played Carlos. But I would have. I would have played my 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 absolute best players. You just you just you just you you have to. And then you bring. I mean, Aquino was terrific coming off the bench too. So or you know, if you, you he loves experiment, experiment with Aquino and, and at left back. Yeah, but this but that's the whole point is that this isn't a game where but you experiment. Why are you? De- but see, for me, why are you debating Vela or Gio playing in the midfield when you have Marco? Who was playing in the Bundesliga? Who who's actually? But, like, but Marco, but Marco is is. I mean, there he's a he's a, he's an attacking midfielder by he nature. Is, but, but, by yeah, nature. but the he's only reason that they let him do that is is that he has to defend. I mean, he's not going to, you know, you, you you can't get away with that in the Bundesliga like you can in Liga and Mekis. I watched the him play only a lot on, of times. Yeah. And, and the guy works his ass off. It's clear why he was one of the better players on the team is because of how much hustle. I mean, right. yeah, he was there offensively, of course. I mean, that coach lit, lit a major fire under under Marquito's ass. There's no question. He, he literally was box to box uh, throughout the season. To me, he was the, the natural guy to throw in there, who was going to give you at the very minimum hustle, and is going to be able to offer some, some 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 danger, hopefully moving forward. Well, you saw the danger, Dan, because not 30 seconds after he came on the pitch, he he, he ripped off a shot because like they were giving it to him, and he has the talent to to take him. So, I mean, that that to me is like the the mind boggling part is like you're you're debating whether to put two forwards in a midfield spot when you have a midfielder already. I uh, that, that to me and me and and me personally, and, and a midfielder I, I, who thrive who thrived against against the players that they were going up against. Yeah. Who's familiar with them? Who knows? Wasn't gonna? And, and I think that that confidence and that knowledge of 
knowing how they play, you could see it on the field, actually. He's like, no, I could hang with these dudes. I've, I've been doing it all year. Yeah, it was it, it was definitely the, the now, most granted, baffling decision. I mean, you you are walking in no pressure at that point, but uh, still, it was it was he was like one of the the few bright spots. I thought. Yeah, I mean, I, I would have loved I would have loved to see more of him. It it just yeah I don't know it, it was like I said it was super frustrating to watch I, I was literally having an aneurysm from the beginning of the point. From the beginning, of the game started. I, I, I was just like I had anxiety. Like I and, and John, really you you had mentioned why he didn't start Bella. I, I think what he did was again thinking too far ahead. In his chest moves, he was going to save him for the final. I mean, I mean, I think no. So. I I heard uh, if you listen to the post game, he says that he felt that physically Jimenez was better suited to play. In that position versus the defenders that they that the German team was going to have. I mean, this was this was his explanation. He felt that physically, Jimenez was better. So Jimenez played out on the wing the whole time. I mean, that, yeah. that's just ridiculous. And, he was and that's the rough striker. part. I think I think when and that's the one I think really limiting part of the four three three is is just playing with those with only one uh one striker is you sacrifice two of our best players uh, like i mean you're, you're forcing one of them into a into a, a natural position that you have to have really really talented wingers in my opinion to make the 433 really like 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 arian you know uh, arian robin types to make it work tecatito types yeah or really yeah. good chemistry between your guys for the, so they could switch off which they they have done before and i, I but... personally thought that a, a chuki Chucky with either Raul or 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 or, or Javier up, up in the in the middle and and Bella, I thought that would have been plenty good. I I, I that's it's what I was expecting when when Tecatito went down, and it's it's just odd that like why would you put Aquino like Chucky was literally the best player of the season, you know? I mean, I understand he, he didn't play at first, you know, because of the whole contract thing, but he got back. He 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 looked all right. He got a crucial goal. And if you really intend to really attack and go after the game, why not put out your your best offensive player at least? And that's another thing too. Like he he threw out Geo, which I was you know kind of hopeful that he would do okay, and I think he did do all right offensively. But I mean, you don't even you're you say you're going to put out a really offensive lineup and really go for go for the win, but then you don't even put out your best offensive players out there. That. I mean, it, kinda... but it goes back. It, it, it goes back to the whole when I was, you know, arguing about this whole fullback thing. In, in a four-three-three, um, especially when you're playing against a five-man back line, those wingers are going up against two defenders every time. And a guy like Chucky, first of all, he's been pretty mediocre in his run on the national team, regardless of that goal he scored the other day. Um, and then when he's going up against double teams every time he gets the ball, when Bella goes up against double teams every time he gets the ball, it's just they're just not as effective. I mean, Bella wasn't having a great tournament. Yes, he's our best player, and he should have been out there. But, I mean, because of, because of the way the team is being tactically positioned, he wasn't having a great tournament. And it goes back to this whole, you know, in the 4-3-3, the wingers need support behind them to take away a little bit of, of the, of the uh, defenders that are in front of them. 
um, and I, I think you saw it a little bit with, um, I think it was in the second half, I think it was uh, Chucky and Alanis. I think Alanis made a couple overlapping runs to Chucky, and it gave him space. It took the other defender away from him. Um, but you need that the whole game for that for it to work. These guys are out there on one-on-twos, and unless you're Leo Messi, you know, it's, it's hard to get, you know, buy two defenders every time. Man, that's what, that's what they call, you know, Coel. He, he, he could do it all the time. It was <laughs> master. How'd you beat the double team, Joel? What was your trick? Oh, man, I don't want to go there, John. <laughs> okay, so Mexico but, but... loses. They, they lose big. They lose in very similar fashion to how they lost against Chile as far as optics. So what does that do for Osorio? I mean, is is he – will he be in Russia or or, or, or his family? We'll say, you know what, man, you know, we, 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 need a, we need to go a different way here. You, you know what, John? They, they were saying after the Chile game how that was a one-off and, and like an accident type of match. And yeah. a year later, we're seeing the exact same thing. Right. And to me, you know, it, it's, it makes it clear to me that it, it just – the team constantly – Maybe he meant those last three were an accident, but the first. No, no, no. I mean, I mean, like, I mean, like a lot of the media, a lot of the media, and and also fans that have been following the team because, to me, Concacaf and and we've said it here before, World Cup qualifying has been smoke and mirrors. Uh, it, to me, it's just a cycle where other teams are pretty weak. I wouldn't consider the the federation the confederation weak, but it's just. The teams are just at a low point. They're transitioning for the most part. So it's it, not as difficult as it has been in the past. No, no. And, 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 yeah, in the past, you, you could name players like like Honduras had uh, Suazo playing and doing really good in Serie A when Serie A was a stronger league. Uh, and now they don't really have anything that comes clo- any player that comes close to that. You know, even 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 with like the U.S., their best player is is 18 years old. You know, it, it, it says a lot, but. But just going back to that, we've been really dominant here. But then when we do play the the teams that we're supposed to, uh, you know, do really, well, I would say I would say exactly. The, the, beat, thing, but, the thing that I noticed, and I think it's just it's just it's just it's a it's a massive fatal flaw for for Osorio is that is that Mexican teams in general, in Liga MX, or just the the, the 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 natural tendency because of where they play whether it's an altitude or in the jungle or whatever it is, is, is that they play at a slower pace. So it is a much more open game than it is just about anywhere in the world as far as, you know, the, 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 the overall pace of the game. So they're always, I mean, how many times do you see Mexico attack Germany and all, all, 11, all 11 guys are inside the, the, their, their own half and they're just, they're moving like a, like like guys in foosball, you know the the lines are moving exactly the same the same way. You know they press at the same time. They just it's just it's just not just. And then when teams uh, attack Mexico, you don't see any of that at all. They're just you see guys. Uh, Giovanni, I know it's a bad example. Was 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 walking back. I mean he was he was he was watching guys. You know ten yards in front of him jog with the ball, and he wouldn't do anything about it. Uh, you know uh, I don't know how many times they they pass the ball out to the wing, and there's no one there to cover him. The guy's got like thirty yards in front of him. And it's not just under us. It happens constantly. And uh, 
add to that the fact that these guys don't play with each other. You know, it's it's. I mean, they, how many times has he gone to a different back four? You can't you can't do that. It's like an offensive line. You, you, you there, there's so you know for for a team whose style of play is is to, is, is to let the team come to them. You're letting the team come to you, but you guys aren't positioned. You, you don't have the coordination enough to position yourselves to where you can catch guys on an offside trap or, or you know, hey, if, if this guy runs at this point of the field, you have to cover him because I'm worried about Southern. They don't have any of that because, because they don't play together that often. They play with, together with a different group of guys every week, every, every, every time they've gone out. So they're inviting indecision in an area where you can't have any of it. And 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 you see guys walk in because they they split the two defenders because neither guy you know one guy's pointing to the other guy hey you know you, you know why aren't you covering him <laughs> and then the wingers uh, the, the the wing backs I mean good lord they 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 I can't remember a time where Mexico had the the the, the least. Mexico's always been known for for having great wingbacks, terrific wingbacks. What happened? I mean, I I don't think we don't. I just well, but 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 they were a huge liability this entire tournament. I mean, that goal that that, that Ronaldo scores, or or that that Portugal scores. I mean, I mean, there were. You didn't see either wing back in, in in the entire replay of the goal. No, the wing back was a single. He 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 he's the one that fell. I mean, well, he got Layuna, burned. Layuna, Layuna, Layuna on the other side. Layuna on the other side. Yeah, where where, is, where was Layuna on the other side? He, he's where nowhere, was he? He's, no, he's nowhere nowhere to be seen. Yeah, right. He, he probably uh, had the worst tournament. Close to, I mean, but again, yeah, he, he. I mean, it, it, does that mean is is his time up? I mean, it looks like his time might be up just as a professional. I know, I know, I know. You guys think this is a, a, a fandom bias, but Chivas have the two best wingbacks in the league. They pretty, much, I mean, so, um, Aquino just basically hopped out of uh, Chapo's pocket so he could play this tournament because Chapo locked him down in the in the final. And, and they, I mean, they would keep. I mean, I, I get it, Liga MX. It's, it's, it's Liga MX, but. <laughs> these guys were these guys were, these guys had an incredible tournament. I, I get it. They're short. Preach, preach, brother Rigo, preach. How do you not call these guys up when these guys are natural fullbacks? Hey, do you know what Rigo? Other coaches have done it. Uh, Aguirre did it when he took over the team. He he called up the players that were doing good in Pachuca and Cruz Azul, uh, and then Piojo did it. With with the Leon America. and the American players, so yeah, he he could have done it, and it would have made perfect sense to do it. What you're saying, because these are players that play together all the time; they they know each other. I mean, I don't know. It, it does. I I mean, I get I get you want to take all the Europeans, and you should you should take all the Europeans. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't I don't agree with that. I mean, yeah, I don't agree with playing, that either. No, no, I know, but I mean, the, doesn't mean that they're, they're, I mean, Miguel, I, again, Miguel Ayun, Miguel Ayun, Ayun should have never even been called up for this tournament, based solely on the fact that that he didn't play for like the last two two months. In, and, and in again, Porto. he was benched, benched. I mean, 
and Herrera, the same thing. He hasn't he hasn't been playing good up until a couple weeks ago. Um, I think he actually had a pretty good uh, tournament when he wasn't at center defensive mid. Um, Even still, I, I think I, I, I don't, I'm not going to say he had a single bad game. I don't think so. I, I, I think there's plenty of fingers to be pointed. I don't think any of them need to be pointed at him, um, especially I mean, he, for what he's been asked to do. He was um, being asked, and, and, he, and he, yeah, he gave it a, a yeoman's effort every game. There's no question. I, I mean, mean and he did I, say, I think, he did I think say, him and Jonah deserve a high praise. He did say that he was not comfortable at that position in one of the post-game interviews. Uh, you know, but he was doing what he was asked to do. Um, but again, like I see his, I see his, what he's thinking when he's bringing all the Europeans, like, okay, these guys yeah. play in Europe, they play in, you know, European leagues. So I see that. So then if, if that's 11, 12 guys, see, then why I, not I would, I would, the guys who are playing the best in Mexico at the time and bring them to the national team with those guys as well? I just didn't feel like he did that. Well, I think the reason he goes with the European guys is because they're clearly, for the most part, the better players. I mean, Bioho realized that real quick. So, I mean, these guys no, are absolutely so, a, a class, a class of a different class than, than than those other guys. They they just, for the most part, that doesn't mean that there you can't plug in certain players that that would naturally fill the position. Like uh, right, so like right now, I think Layun is a natural person that, like, a, a player that you could make a strong argument not to play. I mean, or despite the or fact that he's gold cup team, like you can say that yes, who was he's the one other? Of the who best. Was, so you had uh, uh, I'm sorry, Dan. Go so that was Chapo Sanchez uh, for Chivas. Who was their other? Who's their other wing back? Aris Hernandez. Uh, he was okay. These the Santos guys... backs are pretty good. <clears throat> Um, I mean, even Luis Reyes is a natural left. I thought Luis Reyes, yeah, and he would have been. Uh, he actually did play pretty well in the, against the Russians, but, but he he. I, I was happy to see that he he got into the uh, the time honored national team habit of kicking it right at the goalie when you have when you have it, when you have a chance. We saw it again today. Hey, where's the goalie? Here you go, buddy. Let's see. Let me see if I can just you know. See if I can, you know, make you miss. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, back to back to my Osorio question. So, so what does this mean for him? Does this mean is he is he back on the quarter? He's not going to get fired. We don't think, right? I don't think so. I, I think, I think I, they're not not because the Gold Cup is is starting already, and he's going to have to coach that. So, I think there will be pressure on him for the, you know. For the you, team to, you, to they're going to make better. him coach the Gold Cup. They're going to say, "All right, buddy, you're coming to coach the Gold Cup." I think that was already agreed upon. I thought that the other guy was going to coach the Gold Cup. Yeah, but then I think they went back on that. When did they do that? Uh, I'm not too sure, but I was hearing about um, for one of the press conference they were saying that he was going to coach the team, and yes. then this, and then this, you could kind of see they lost some confidence in the squad they have now. Because they were trying to get seven players from the Confederaciones to to join the Gold Cup. So you think that that's uh, that's an indication of where, of where they think the squad hey, is? If, but I mean, it, it, yeah, it, was, I, it was probably if just if I'm in the Gold Cup squad or the team practicing for the Gold Cup, and I hear that, 
that's the message I'm getting. Like, snap! I'm not that. You know, they don't think I'm good enough. Well, well, well maybe the message was, and of course, you know, I'm I'm, I'm giving a lot of credit here. Maybe it was uh, meant to send a message to the players. Hey, guess what, guys? We don't think you're good enough. We're gonna replace your ass if you don't if you don't step it up. Maybe it was just complete BS. It was just a matter to just to get the just to light, I mean, light fire I the was... players. I thought it was kind of disrespectful for Osorio to blame the loss on the injuries. Well, so that's so the other thing. Think... It's like, dude, just accept the fact that you got that 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 what you did did not work. Just ex- he cannot accept that. He cannot accept blame. He, I mean, for him to say, "Oh, we lost because Sal- Salcedo and Diego Reyes were injured," I, 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 I have. I'm almost 110% sure that if Salcedo and Diego Reyes are there, the same thing happens. Because they every, – every single team in the group stage was attacking them the same way. They just weren't able to take advantage of the opportunities they had. And Germany did. So for him to sit there and say that is, is infuriating. Just say, just say you messed up. Just say that you played players out of position, that you didn't have the right tactics – that you didn't, that you, you you messed up in this game, and you know, then you guys right. are going to go back to the chalkboard and find ways, to, you know, to improve. But don't sit here and say we lost because of injuries, when supposedly you know you have one of the strongest lineups in the history of Mexico, uh, according to you, and, and you have guys who are interchangeable in, that they can play any position. But now, all of a sudden, a guy is injured, and now it's well, you know, that kind of costs us the game. Is that the the main factor that he attributed to? Yeah, yeah, that's a it's a bit of a cop out. I do think it was a factor, um, especially Reyes. I think he he was also having a pretty decent tournament. He was. I, I think he but, was uh, having a, good, a decent tournament at, at at center back. Wasn't he playing um, right back? I mean, he moved them everywhere. I think he played yeah. at center back, right back, and. Um, but, but you know that aside, I think the the right approach, at least as far as optics, you could have that in the back of your head, in the back of your mind, thinking like you know if if I would have had this guy, you know, then 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 I would have been able to put this guy in that place, you know, whatever, whatever, you know, that's fine. But from an optics standpoint, just say the right thing. Say I got it wrong. Right. I mean. Because cause all, all he's doing is just is making it, he's just making it harder for himself. Yeah, cause it, and it makes the it makes everybody just just hate him a little bit more. Just to say, come on, man! Like you know, one thing that ever, anybody can appreciate is is when you when you mess up, you wear it, own it. And so yeah, that that's disappointing. You know, it it it, it kind of infers on some level that he's not learning anything. I mean, he's thinking know. if 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 come the World Cup and I, I do have these guys at my disposal, then. Then it'll be a totally different uh, outcome. Even the most soberbio can be, can you know, can be humble at times. Hey, me estoy avergonzado. So, and I mean, that, I mean, I don't see him getting fired. Well, no, I don't, I, I don't getting... think he's gonna because it, it was not bad enough. And the I, I do, three games I do think the wheels are in motion. Marco saved his ass with that with that goal. Yes, oh, I'm, uh, I'm kind of hopeful, Joel, just because. But, I, I like you know I wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt. I was like you know give him like all right he screwed up last summer you know let's see what he's learned you know all of this has been a, a, like basically a, just a huge prelude to to this to this to the Confederations Cup. To the one that, 
right to to get another another crack at, at some of the the better teams and see how the team has really progressed if 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 it has and i personally see that it hasn't despite the injuries i still think there's players on that team that can and should be putting out a better performance against a team like this cuz well, let me ask as good you all as they this, are, though, it wasn't even their, we... their, their best players are we guilty of, of overestimating the talent that uh, that the players have? No, John, I, I'm not. I, I know this Mexico team could have, should have measured better because they, they have. We've seen it. We've done less with we've done le- with more with less in the past. Yeah, we had we had that scrub Mex team, Thai Chile three three in Chile. In in right. a Copa America, they were hosting, so it's not like they were trying to cruise through that game. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, we, we, we might not, you know, we could still lose to those teams, but we, we could go down swinging, supposed to, you know, go down. After, yeah, not swinging, man. Was... So, so just out of curiosity, when, when Germany came out, now, would, would that be the technical hooligan of what was it? A, just a, was it a swift kick of the nuts and then like grabbing the forehead and smashing it on the knee on the second one? Or was it just, or was it just two, just two, two really good, Really good punches. <laughs> they came so quickly that it felt like just one big one. What she said. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was like when you fight Mike Tyson in uh, in Punch Out. It's just one hit and you're down. Right. Well, you know, it's uh, you know, I, I, I along with Dan, some other folks. Uh, were were given the benefit of the doubt, and also, but I mean, I always I always thought that it was like, a, at least in, in my mind, it was, you know, it was a series of little tests for him, and then then this was another. I mean, it, it was all leading up to this, and I thought that he'd, he'd he'd positioned himself pretty well to be able to keep his job. But we, but we said uh, was it last week, Dan, that if it was if it was you know if they put a four on him, then that's going to be really hard to to live that down, you know, and. and because seriously, how much can they improve in another year? I mean, the the games are going to mean even less. You you know you know what, Dan? The players these players aren't improving. That's the thing. Right? I mean, they're if already anything, they're, they're declining. Yeah, ex- exactly. So he has to have a system that is going to maximize now, now, the hang potential on, of the team. Hang on, Joel. He did. They did improve their loss ratio. You know, they lost by seven. <laughs> and they only lost by three, so it was, it was, like, it was like a more of the 50%. Oh, improvement. that's what uh, – It was a better than 50% what, uh, ch- uh, improvement, I guess. That's, yeah, that's, that's, what, that's what Guillermo Cantu said. Are you kidding me? No, he I'm said that. He hey, said there was improvement. He said, he said there was improvement. <laughs> he, and, he probably and said the, it tongue-in-cheek. Well, he said he said that yeah. there was improvement. He's like, he's like, this game, you know, you saw, you saw them still fighting towards the end. He's like, you know, when they scored the third – when they scored the first one, in the 88th minute, you saw them fight back, and they almost scored a second one in the 90th or something like that. And I'm just like, this, you know, grabbing straw, like the, the you know, for grasp yeah. of, when, of, of, of when they went yeah. down three zero. The first thing I thought about was uh, during that interview that he gave was uh, what what he's like. Yeah, I'll, I'll know what to do if we ever go down three zero again. He, and like, was, he said he was going to have a plan B this time, yeah. but but. You know, I think the consensus has been that Germany held back. You know, we everyone had that feeling that they could score, you know. At will. Yeah. 
Well, you know what it reminded me of when Mexico gets the three-one goal. It was like it's like it's like the guys have had a you know a big bar fight, you know, and the and the guy that's down on the ground, you know, he's like he's like he's like, he's like if you had enough, you know, the guy walks away. He's like he's you know he's being nice to him. He could really, and then the guy comes up and like kicks dirt in his. You know, he goes really again, buddy, and then they go and give him another beat down, and they get the fourth goal. I actually didn't think though that. Uh... Going forward, the team did look pretty good and dangerous. I, I do think they had, as far as I know, Germany wasn't pushing forward, but at times they really had them stretched. I mean, it took some really good saves to to keep it at zero. You know, um, you could have they uh, were they were. I mean, Chicharito had a, a I mean, and Giovanni. They, there was a couple of really good chances that if we were even remotely clinical, then. Who knows? It might have been a slightly different ball game, but I mean, that was like a like. There's just so many factors I think that you could point out where you needed not a near, not a not a perfect game, but you needed everybody to be pretty. No, you pretty have to have a, for Mexico to beat Germany. They have to play a perfect game. I mean, they, they, have, they, they need have to have, have no it, or a little bit of luck, and they had and, either. They yeah. hit the post, um, and also the best players on the field. Yeah, <laughs> not, I mean, and that's what that's what. That's what continuity does in, 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 you know, playing together all the time does is creates a unit. It's even not, if the team, even if the in, team in addition to that, though, I mean, to me, the, the, the <coughs> biggest problem that Osorio's had since, since he's been there, look, he wants to play his 4 3 3 and he loves the way that they attack. But I mean, do you ever hear him actually talk about how we defend? It's all, it's attack, 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 attack with that guy. It's like, def, I mean, defense is not as important to him. But they're not whatever, even putting up a lot of goals. That's my issue. Well, like, well but, but that's Mexico. That's 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 what what they do. So that that's why my point is like you know, I, I'm kind of like I, I don't think this 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 formation suits Mexico. I just don't. I don't think you you need. I think they need to be more clinical, and and they they just don't. They just aren't. I mean, our, our best our best players. I mean, um, I know Raúl was kind of a, forced into a difficult low percentage shot, you know, because he had to break, um, change change it to his left foot to get a shot off. But, I mean, that, Chicharito hitting it over, Gio hitting it with his super weak right foot, just, man, like, you think that, I, I, I at least I foolishly thought, like, maybe eight years ago that, they, that these group of guys were different than the previous generation of, of mediocre forwards that, that just needed five chances just to get one goal. But these guys are just as just as bad, I think. I, I, they just happen to be playing for better teams or more high-profile teams. But the choke factor is still there, I think. So maybe our, uh, our, our Spanish shrink, uh, maybe he won't get his last check. I'm thinking that they really need to make a call to Sergio immediately. He cannot be worse. Well, you know, Sergio is on the chat. Sergio, uh, what... what uh... What kind of uh, what would be a right uh, word that we could use here, Dan? Without without getting you know, I don't want to. Uh, sports psychologist, um, motivational speaker. I just I just know that Sergio is a uh, familiar with the mind, with the human mind. Uh, he's he's a, a mind a mind doctor. I don't I don't know his title, but. Uh, but but he's he's the only one that I know that that um, that's best can probably describe some of the behavior and that we see in these players. 
maybe he. Yeah. Plus, he's so personable, so I think they they would like him. El doctor, so, el doctor de la mente. Yeah, Sergio. Or maybe Sergio, uh, maybe... el psicólogo. Let's say, I know John asks the questions, but let's say they Osorio quits. No, le voy a discutir con usted. Oh, I hit the wrong one. Damn it! <laughs> I mispudged. I, I wouldn't. I, I completely would not mind. Okay. I thought you were going to hit the uh, chicharito. Now it's time to celebrate button. No, well, we have a we have a we have a new, have a new and improved chicharito. We have. Somos muy chingones, es la realidad. And uh, that would be the best case would, scenario, yeah. Rigo, if you were to quit. Because at I, least I think uh, it would. At least it, it, it gives. Uh, it gives the federation, you know, like the green light to just plug somebody in. I just, while I don't have any confidence in anybody in Mexico, I really, really don't. Really, not not even Buse? No, I, I mean, he's got very little time. I guess I, I, he does deserve a real crack, but he's not gonna get a gig. Wait, little little time? He has a year. No. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that. I mean, whoever gets it, whoever gets it has a year to prepare. <laughs> you you, you don't even prepare for the World yeah. Cup. And, and you don't have to build a new squad. The whole team is there, man. You, you I got get over that, it. but but I'm not convinced that anybody's going to come in and then not try to reinvent the wheel in some kind of way. No, where, where... I don't. I don't. No, that, I mean, see I, that... think, I, I think there's very little there's very little options in Mexico. <clears throat> well, you, you know what? And then I... there's very little there's very there's very little options that you can bring in from that are not Mexican that know Mexican players and know Mexican soccer. And, and that's the biggest thing. And then the other thing is nobody wants to take on this team because of, you know, the Federation, the media. Um, and Vusa got done dirty. But, he doesn't hey, he, he doesn't necessarily want the gig. I don't I mean right, I think But but see, uh, the, the team is qualified. You're basically yeah. getting a free ticket to the world. That is, that is true. Who, who's gonna, gonna turn who, who wants to turn that down? Dude? You're basically no, that's, saying... that's why I'm that's why I'm in favor of kind of getting rid of him now. You know, like we're we're in the World Cup already, but like I think most objective viewers observers are going to be able to come to the conclusion that this team has not gotten better. This team is pretty pretty talented. So let's just get somebody that at least is going to at least at least throw out the most talented players out there, the best ones out there, because yeah. right now. I felt cheated. No, today. absolutely not. I felt cheated. Why, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you what, Dan? No, dude, I you gotta you I gotta give it to a guy, you know, someone like Vuce or Tuca who Yeah, they're there. Who who are there and then you know, you know, and then Tuca, I'll tell you Tuca say, you know what, I'll do it. But uh but up until you know we have you know, my guy's back says he's he's gonna say no moleros until until the season's over. Until Liga Mekis is over. Yeah, I, but you, you know, I want to go off of something Dan said about reinventing the wheel. And I, I think that's where they messed up when they hired. Welcome, him. Fantasy Island. Sorry, I feel that's where they messed up when they hired Osorio because, you know, they could have said we have this team that is set. You know, they've been together for like two World Cup qualifying qualifying cycles. Uh, you know, for a lot of players, this is their last World Cup. You know, so so they're kind of set in their ways, and and you know, we just need you to qualify them. And, you know, if you told them, well, I have, this is my plan, you know, I'm going to do rotations and I'm going to change the squad and I'm never going to play with the same lineup. You know, at that point, they should have just said, well, then that's not for us. 
I agree with you. You know, because that's the other thing you did. You know, every game is a different lineup. Do you think it came up in the conversation? Do you think it came up? Apparently, apparently, no. Apparently, he did that. Apparently, he did that in in, in his previous team. I never saw him there, but apparently, he did that in his previous team. Yeah, but but I guarantee that it was never something that was really discussed. I guarantee it wasn't something that was really discussed in detail. Because I don't think that they really had a a true idea of what they wanted to do. Now, back to Joel's point, I think initially he was right, you know, like that if you're if you didn't have a, a full cycle to work with, then maybe you just want to get somebody that's gonna be familiar that that the players are gonna be familiar with and comfortable with, and then just if you're gonna do something new, then start it from the very beginning. With with young players See, that, that could that could grow into it, I, I I get that it makes a lot of sense. Every time you guys say Tuca, I'm not gonna lie, I get a <laughs> get a big smile on my face. I don't think Tuca would ever do it. To be honest, I think Tuca would do it, and I think he'd retire after he was done. I think that that would be Tuca's way to ride into the sunset. I think he's BSing when he says like you know he does, oh shucks I don't want it I don't want it. I think there's definitely a side of him that. I bet you there was a call made today. <laughs> they have I the think right, there was a more than one. Yeah. They have the right telephone. No, I, I think Tuca has a really good deal right now working at Tigres. Just yeah. complete complete control. And and that's one thing that has FMF hasn't been there's it's a bit of disarray. So I think that's that's what made him not want to take on the team. I mean I think he's comfortable losing finals there. Yeah, but, uh, but but he <laughs> I mean, his deal Yeah, his, his job's his not deal. threatened. His deal, though, when when he took it over the first time, and I remember I was while well, I was, see again, it's uh, I was uh, I was watching TV with my wife, and, and like the, it was it was like at eleven o'clock at night, uh, and then like, hey, this is this just in, you know, there, there's some reports saying that the that Tuca has contacted the FMF, saying I'm going to do these three games for you, and uh, and then they had the press conference the next day. It's like and 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 and, and, and what he said about about uh, the FMF, or not just about that, but not at the FMF, the uh, about playing in Mexico and coaching in Mexico and and, and and what it meant to him. He's like, this is my way to to help out. I just I just think that that, that if, if they call him again, I think he'll go absolutely. But on this condition, no Moreros till the season's done, and uh, you know, and then we'll pick it up again in uh, in in May or June, you know, or whenever it is, you know, after after he qualifies, because they they only have they have they have four sets of qualifiers. But it's but it's but it's over the course of a week, so it would be just two weeks during the season, and then you know they have one fetch at FIFA in March, and then that, and then that that would be it. He would absolutely do that. Yeah, because he can play those he can play those games with the core of two teams or the the, the guys who are playing the best in Mexico without having to call Europeans, and he could probably you know win and a draw in in those games. And then you know, once the season is over, they they'll probably give him like a month to train with the team and get him ready for the for the for the World Cup. Um, so yeah, I mean, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind. Yeah, Tuca would go for that. Yeah, we, I mean, which coach wouldn't though? Right. And then you could just do what Aguirre did, you know, just coach up to the to the World Cup and then leave. Play Guillermo Franco and. <laughs> so who would be the, uh, the? I mean, outside of Tuca, who I think is a more than fifty percent chance, would it be would it be Piojo? 
And Busa and I would between, be... It's, it's between Piojo and Almeida, to be honest. Although I don't want it to be Almeida, but it's between both of them. Almeida's not going to get the gig. We might not let him, but, I mean, he's one of the better coaches in no, Mexico. I, 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 I don't want him to leave. I don't want for, him to for, leave. I just think that he, if, if they're going to go in that direction, he needs to start from, from scratch. From, the, from yeah, the beginning. Exactly. You're right. Yeah. From a give him, whole, give him, a give him the game. Give him the game. Because because it took him a while. One of the guys... Well, one of the guys that had been mentioned earlier had been uh, Turco. Turco Mohamed. <laughs> but but I, I would go Listen, with... I would, I, I, me, personally, I would give it to La Volpe again. Uh, hey, a lot of people don't like him. A lot of people don't like him, but, I mean, he would... He, for good reason. He doesn't win. He, yeah, he, he never won a second-round game outside of Mexico. Or or win a or win a title. But do you guys remember that? When's the last team? time he's and when's he the last time he's done anything remotely? Hey, so so you're 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 more into the style points than results. For me? Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I mean, I like I like watching attractive soccer. <laughs> I rather I rather I mean I mean a loss is a loss no matter how you look at it. I mean, it doesn't matter if you win by an inch or a mile. A great philosopher once said. Um, yeah, I want to win. But, but if I'm gonna, but I, 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 I don't want to get embarrassed. Yeah. I don't want to get embarrassed when I'm being playing. And and he's also proven and shown that, like in his last gigs, like the last gigs, that got pretty awesome. You're breaking up. Where he? Yeah, yeah Dan, you have to. <laughs> you, you, Dan, you have to repeat that. You you, you broke up. Sorry, still broken up. Breaking up. Yeah, yeah. I'm broken up. I'm right, sure what I'll, I'm sure what you said was beautiful. Alright, I'm he, sure what you said was beautiful. He sounds like Chappy when they're beating him up. I don't know if you guys saw that movie. No. So when uh, now now what what I don't even know what uh was dancing See, I, about I, think, I, I think Almeida's <laughs> off the table. No, I don't I mean I think Almeida would be good for from the beginning of the cycle. But you you know you know why Almeida's off the table for me, John? Because I, I do think some of the older national players, uh, I should say established national players, have a bit of a say, and and they just they're not familiar with him. Mm, but I mean, I think they've come around. I mean, look at Carlos Alcido, Gallito Vasquez. No, yeah, but but no, right now, about the, the veterans on the national team, on the on the team. Yeah, no one, you know, no, I mean, no I think, I think, the, I think. <laughs> I think the veterans would come around, but I get no, what you're no. saying. No, no, but I mean, if 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 they ask, like, or or they recommend, I, I just like, don't who, see who that. would they who would they want? Yeah, I mean, if because because I, I mean, would... so some of these guys they do have a lot of influence in in within FMF, and and uh, you know, it, it's they, they also have a big say on. on you know, we 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 side with uh when they try to punish them. All right, Joel, yeah. Joel, you have just you have just fired. You are the president of of, of MX Food. You have just. Ah, uh, you know my you know my answer. You just you fired want... Juan Carlos Osorio. <laughs> he would have never been hired. Who's who's well, I I I I. Yeah. <laughs> 
John, you, you know that answer from me. It's straight to camion. We jump on the to camion just because he 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 knows the Mexican player. He's been there for all his life coaching and playing. And and this team is at the end of their cycle, and he already showed us what he could do with the team. You know, he's not gonna try to you know get cute with the lineups. He goes up, or, or you know. Right, and not only that, but if but but if, but if he screws up, I mean, he just the whole thing about and, and it just it drives me crazy with Osorio is is it is it? I mean, I'm going back to going back to Bora. I mean, you know, I, I think of of, of Bora and uh, you know Mejia, but I mean, all those guys. Yeah, they had they had decent offensive players, but I mean, they their defenses were always solid, solid. And it's the same freaking players, and it just—it's—it's—it's it's, it's like nothing is getting through. It's like like these guys have forgotten how to play, how, how to defend, and I don't understand why that is. Because I mean, e- e- even when they when when they lost with with, with Chepo, I mean they never, I mean they went down to Brazil, in Brazil, the, almost in the exact remember in that Confed Cup, almost in the exact same thing, like two goals, boom, boom, in the minute minuto quince, it was already two nothing. But Chepo made the adjustment. And and that, I'm not saying they're the only lot, but it's just they lock down defensively so much better than Osorio ever could, and that's very frustrating. I think for that that you can have the greatest offensive players on the planet and just say it won't matter if if, if you can't prevent people from scoring. I mean, because they're going to prevent you from scoring. Look at Argentina; they have the same issue. Not and not as bad as Mexico, but I mean they're they're great offensively, but they they've suffered from bad defenses. Which Mexico has always had very strong defenses. Um, well, they've had to. Yeah, because they weren't. Because that's that's the only way you can compete against against the Germanys and the and the is you you have to be. I mean, you think? Do you, you think know, it's the the defense that is that bad, John, or, or is it just the lack of midfield uh, support? I think that's the bigger <laughs> the bigger issue. Well, I think that there's some I of that, but I mean, combo it's, both. it's I think if you have four or five it's midfields there, it thing. makes a huge difference. I think it's I think it's I think it's the continuity, and I think it's 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 constantly being you know be playing, you know the the left center back the right center back to just it's just and I it to me that I mean to me I I've watched uh, I remember years ago this was like a like a full on uh, January Moreros against Sweden you know Sweden basically just just you know throws a bunch of guys on a plane they fly over you know. And you know a total experimental team, and their def- their de- I remember def- their defense would would move back and forth and back and forth in a line perfectly. They almost you know almost the entire game I mean, it was impressive. It's like man, these guys have been together for three days, and then they know to do that. And I, you you just don't see that with with, with they they just don't know that they don't seem to know what each other's doing. I saw a lot of pointing. Hey, that should have been your guy. I mean, I think what Dan says is true, though. There is a there. Because I mean, the whole the whole, the whole not having a, a, a defensive midfielder in between the midfield and the defense it allows a lot of space. So when these guys are when these guys are taking on these these players that are attacking, there's just too much space for them to cover. Right, and and, and, and they, they they naturally give up a ton of space anyway. Yeah. So would you know you should be you should be clogging up your midfield or or the players in front of the midfield play with two center defensive midfielders if you if you notice that you're having this issue, uh, which the three five two does, um, or the five three two, however you want to look at it. Um, 
but he's not making these tactical adjustments. Knowing farewell that teams are entrándole por el medio. Entrando por todas partes. Wow. Great. Now we have to mark it explicit. It was, uh, yeah, it was uh, not not good, not good. So, so is it, is it going to stay then? I mean, what is it going to take for these guys to for the FMF? I mean, are they just going to just 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 ride another one, hope they make it out of the group stage in Russia, and then just you know pray that they don't you know, that I they, think they only lose two nothing? I think they fire him if they, if they can't make it out of the group stage in, in the Gold Cup. Okay, so that's uh, actually a real, a real good spot for me to, to, to segue here because I did go to the game yesterday uh, in Houston. It was Mexico against Ghana. And, uh, uh, you know, for the first 20, 30 minutes, I thought Mexico played pretty well as far as, um, you know, linking themselves up. They, they, they did a good job with that. I, the def- uh, you know, again, the defense was a little a little shaky, but I don't think the best defenders are on the pitch. Uh and then I went to the press conference, and this was with uh, Luis uh, Pompilio Paez, who's the acting coach for the Gold Cup. And he was he was there 15 minutes, and he was asked three questions, and he spoke for about five minutes for, for each question. And he was basically just, just vomiting information. And it was very interesting. And one of the things that he said uh, was, uh, and maybe this has been said before, is, is that he said, says, we're going to go with the guys who were you know who who have the most, you know who are the most influential on what on, on what we're trying to do. And I'm sort of thinking, so so it's, is is it basically just just on like who had a good practice? Is that how they make their decisions? And is is what they're trying to do nullify everything the other team does, or is what they're trying to do implement? Well, he didn't he didn't he didn't. Uh, Elaborate. That. No, it didn't elaborate. But the other, the other thing that I thought was very interesting, I, I thought would, like who, who would ever have uh, the, uh, the 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 stones to say? And then he was talking about in, in the group stage, we're going to you know, probably play the first two games with our you know whatever you know probably the same guys, and then after we've qualified for the next round, we'll play the third game, and then that's where we'll have our rotaciones of players. He said that. He said that twice. Twice. That's very, uh, very, uh, boisterous of him. That's the word. I don't know if that's the proper word, but. Well, it was definitely some very, very braggadocio. Now, I'm not saying it's not going to happen, but I mean, it's like, hey, buddy, you know, let's. Considering, considering if you, if, if you're a team that's playing against Mexico and you saw what Ghana did in those oh, yeah. first 25 minutes, yeah. you know that you can beat them with speed up the wings. Because they, 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 those, those fullback guy playing. Were just yeah, well, I don't, think, I don't think El Salvador is going to have guys as fast as Ghana. No, of course not. But Curacao? Them, I think uh, Ghana's going to be the, the Jamaica? Tougher, tougher than anybody they're going to see. You're probably now. I, I did ask the Ghanaian coach and uh, uh, a, a question because Ghana. They I, I don't know if you guys uh, looked at that. I don't know if this is you know maybe one of your hobbies, but I, I like I like African soccer. But I was I was I was angry at myself uh, yesterday. I was talking to uh, 
John Arnold and I, and I haven't seen how the standings are. And Ghana is actually, they are in a, in a, a group of four teams. So that, and if the winner makes the world cup and they out of the, they, so they play six games and the first two games, they they only have one point. So they're down five points to Egypt. So, Ghana making the World Cup right now, I think, is is very iffy. So they're, they're, this is a coach who only been a second a second game. Uh, this wasn't a FIFA date, so you couldn't really bring his best players. Hasn't uh, Ghana already surpassed Egypt as far as like the best historical best team in Africa? I know that they've come close. I, know, I can't remember if if their last uh, African Nations uh, title did that for them. But uh, yeah, so so the Africa Africa's were, uh, qualifying is insane. There's one group that had Cameroon, Algeria, and then the current champion Zambia. I mean, and, and another team that, that made the World Cup last, uh, uh, at least either 2010 or 2014. That's one group in Africa. That's insane. That is some serious qualifying. And yeah, so 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 they're 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 stuck, and he and he was just frustrated that he didn't get a chance to. He's like, I got this game, you know, these games in September, and I don't really have a chance to prepare because they, they the the clubs didn't release my players because this wasn't a FIFA date. So he was you know just just pulling his hair out, and then apparently one of the uh, not that I want to be a chismoso, and 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 I'm glad that Ron is is on for this, but the uh, the Ghana Ghanaian coach said that uh, was it the Baldomero is that the the name of the ref, Baldomero Toledo is that him. Who was a quote unquote American, but he was born in Mexico. Apparently, he uh, he dry, he dropped an f bomb. Was it Marufo? No, no, no. It was uh, it was it was Baldomero Toledo. Apparently, he dropped an f bomb toward one of the Ghanaian players. So and and, and the coach and the uh, you sure it wasn't Fuchi. Like Fuchi no, Latin? the uh, the uh, the Ghanaian coach uh, was 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 rather taking. He thought it was a little unprofessional. So I was just wondering, Ron, if you if you thought that that he should be given given a ban for for being a chismoso. Yes, three for uh, three, actually three of them. A three game ban. So that's a three game ban for being a chismoso about that. I I I, I concur uh, wholeheartedly with, uh, with Carlos <laughs> Albert. Do you think that uh, that 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 uh, a referee might might have used the f word toward a player in 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 other instances? In other games, look. Keep in mind. Keep in mind that vulgarities. I'm not excusing it, but in certain countries and certain, you know, some people just throw them, you know, a lot more loosely, you know, than than others. You know, you know what could have happened is, that he, you know, maybe if they were giving him crap, you know, maybe he just would have just just ripped you, them. F- you, f- you, you're cool. I'm out. F- I'm out. That's. You know. I, I could I could picture that. You know. Because you know when you sit there and he's talking to the guys and you see him pointing at the, at the players, that's what he was saying. John, sorry to jump in late, but uh, so is everybody on the uh, Fuera Sorio train, or is Dan still in? He is has that- he has been fired, and 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 Tuca is now the uh, the the national team coach. No, no. Yeah, that's we're we're all on the on the Tuca we're all on the Tuca train. Okay, That's right. So, so Dan is even also on the Tucumion. Dan is on. He's on the Tuca train. Oh, <laughs> well, Dan, but was he on the Tuca train at three or it was at four? Because that's that's important. <laughs> I well, think he said four. I'm I'm, I'm I think Dan said four. To, yeah, yeah. The, the Dan, Dan's scrambling for the unmute button. Dan's floor <laughs> was four. Dan's floor was four. Yeah, he said four. 
No, I, I, I'm no. okay with it. I, I did not say I was pro Duca, <laughs> I think I think you did, Dan. I think that you 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 actually you said that you don't have the faith in anybody. Period. So you might as well just let uh, Jackie Bracamontes coach the team at this point. I I yeah. You, know, you guys are gonna laugh at me when I say this, but I honestly think that you know perhaps I'm I'm convinced now, dude, that he has to for Mexico for Mexico <laughs> to make it to that next step. I think they're gonna have to hire an American coach. <sighs> because oh, here, here, no, here's the Bruce, problem. Here, here's the Bruce problem. Arena. Yeah, some, someone <laughs> like that. Someone like that because you know maintain order and, and discipline and and go for effective. You know, I don't care about ball possession anymore, man. Like I, I told you this, it's not about it's not about playing pretty anymore. It's it's you know you can you can still play effective and, and still be you know it can still be you know entertainment. But it, I will it, say, it, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I will say this. USA would not have lost 4-1 to one today. No, they wouldn't. Not, a, not with, Bruce, with Bruce Serena, probably not. No, and, and one of the problems that I've noticed, and this goes back to, like, like even Minotti back in the early 90s, it's like, it seems like every time we get a, South, a, a coach, whether it be European or, or be it South American, it's like they come and, and like, they – and I, and I don't mean that – I don't think they're being, you know, malicious in it, you know. But I, I think they – it's like, okay, I'm the teacher. You guys are, like, right here, and it's like, how dare you question me, you know. And and it's like I, I think I, I think that it, it's time to change, and I'm talking change from the, from the youth system all the way up. And I think we need to go with a more uh, style that, that – that, Plays more on, on on effective, pragmatic rather than just you know ball possession and stuff like that. Ron, are you saying I do you not like watching the 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 the, the center backs and the wing backs pass it around for 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 about twenty thirty seconds and then give it away? I I just like what German <laughs> like what three three chances two scores on Germany like in the first half. In the first ten minutes. Yeah, it's like geez, come on. You know what. I uh, I thought, I mean, at the start of this tournament, I thought Australia had kind of got it together. Because if you, if you look, it's Portugal. He comes out, and he completely changes the tactic. We are going to pressure Portugal really high and get them to make mistakes. And I thought that was effective. And then, you know, we come down three games later, four games later, whatever it is, we're back to the same old, old tactics. And and it's just, I think, not that um, these guys, not not that playing possession ball isn't effective for Mexico. I think it's knowing when to play possession ball. That is something that needs to be adapted. So having a coach that can well, make well, those I'm... make those adjustments based on who your opponent is, not just make the player adjustments. But make the tactical adjustments. But, but, here's, but let's. Here's but let's, we, I think the one one area one thing that a lot of a lot of, of of fans of Mexico have a, have a problem understanding is that possession of the ball and 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 control of the game are not related <clears throat> as much as they think they are. Mexico had what do we say sixty two percent of of possession. 
Yes. But they at, at, at no moment, regardless, even when it was 0-0, did anybody think that Mexico was in control of that game? I mean, the Germans controlled that game from the, from the, from the first 30 seconds. They, they're the ones that set the pace. What was the term? False, false possession? Or, or, uh, yeah. Forgot and, the term in Spanish. And, and it's like, you know, Beto, Beto with his uh, you know, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, the guy could be like on his back, you know, <laughs> defensively, but he's going to control you. <laughs> And it's like we, we but here's here's the thing and you, I think you mean button. you mean you could be a power bottom? Beto's not here. Oh, oh Beto's not here, Beto's not here. Oh, oh anyhow, but it, it's like one of the things that, that gets me good good music by the way. Do <laughs> <laughs> you got to Touch. Come on, come on! You gotta play that now, Barry. Come on. Yeah, that's true. I got. I play the other version for Hoy. <laughs> so, so Hoyle, explain this to me. Which one came first? Which song? No, no. Which, 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 which version? So, so when the Transformers movie? Right. That like was in '85. Yeah, like in '85, they did the song for. The Transformers movie when it's that's when they fight Unicron. Yeah. Then ask then ask me how I know. See, that. I had I had I had no I had no idea that that's I thought that they that someone had just written that song for Boogie Nights. No, there's even a video. You can you can YouTube it. Dude, yeah. what do you think I'm what do you think I'm playing? Oh. <laughs> Don't you hear the Transformers there doing yeah, all the yeah. Transformers stuff? Yeah. <laughs> And that's the you, got the touch. <laughs> you got the power. Have you guys ever seen uh, uh, <laughs> when uh, Marky Mark came out on a, on a Jimmy Kimmel show and he, when he walked out, they were playing that song. The band was playing that song, so he went over and sang the song. You know, badly, he sang the song badly, like yeah, with Dirk Diggler. It was great, which is impressive because he he can actually sing. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> But uh, go, go, uh, not to digress. But going back to what we were talking about, I, I think that you know, and and not just Osorio, but I think just a lot of coaches do this, and and a lot of programs do that. It's like when Barcelona, you know, with with Frank Richard, and then you know Pep Guardiola, they were you know doing the tiki taka and stuff like that, and and and, that, and a lot of teams and a lot of programs would try to emulate what they were doing. Uh, and one of the things that kind of always bothered me is was like you know are you going to change your style to resemble that just because they found success doing that i mean like like i mean or because i mean you either have to do it all the way or, or, or not just half as you just can't go and, ch- and play a certain way because other teams are, are finding success that way it's either you believe in it or you don't and, and i just and i just don't think that that we've been playing I think we've been trying. I think we've been fooling ourselves for the past fifteen years, in terms of uh, in terms of uh, how we set up against teams that are better right. than us. And and I. Well, I mean, I, I think in I think in the past, I think in the past, the coaches that have coached have always gone out <laughs> and said, "Well, I don't care what the other team does. We're going to do what we do best." Sure. And I think in this in this particular instance, our coach has said, "I do care what the other team does. 
we're going to try and stop what they do best. But I think he worries too much about what the other team does. Though. He does. He does. And, and, it, and it's not effective. I think this team right now is built to counterattack. Wait. Wait, it's I'm, I'm, I, I, I don't want to blame, and it's funny because Dan is probably going to be surprised. You know, I, I don't put all the blame on Osorio on this, buddy. You know, I, I never put all the blame on Osorio. Granted, I, 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 is just, you know, the, the people that are, the, you know, people just are mad at him right now. And granted, he's messed up in so many, so many, so many ways. But I, I don't think, I don't think. I, I think we'd be fooling ourselves. Okay, if Yoko comes back, or Matias, you know, or Almeida goes in there, or even Tuca goes in there, I, I don't, I don't think that Mexico. I think Mexico at the most can get to the quarterfinals. I, I, I think we have to really change. You know, all you know from from basically from the U13s all the way up. But but, but Ron, there's not a problem that we lost. Is how we lost. I know. I know. I, I, I know it's, it's like, you know, how we lost, you know, not finding a team or a base team, all the rotaciones and stuff like that. You know, we, we can we can beat that dead horse all day long. But, you know, also, let's not, you know, we can't pretend that this is only because of Osorio. No, I mean, I think that I think that in order for Mexico to take that, that next step, then there needs to be a plan in place. There needs to be. You know, from the youth systems all the way up to the national, to the senior team, and the league the team should be reduced. The team should, and the league, the team should be playing the same style all the way through. Same. I mean, the thing is, I we, we never allow a coach to, you know, complete a full cycle. So that's that's one that's that's one thing that has to happen. But then you have to find the right coach who's going to do that. And, and you're right. And the league, if you look at the base of Spain, it was Real Madrid and Barcelona. And those, I mean, granted, it's different in those leagues because those are top leagues in the world and those are the top teams in the world. Dude, the base but, of Spain was, was Barcelona and Barcelona. And Real Madrid. No, yeah. no, no, no. No, and Real Madrid. There was eight Barcelona guys and maybe a couple of Real Madrid guys. Well, I mean, you had Xavi Alonso, you had that, that, uh, that, that was, that Sergio was, that was Ramos. Barcelona. Right, right. Was, okay. And you're in the center. But... but, but and but, yeah. you look at Germany, the base is Bayern Munich. Yeah. Italy, when uh, they won, they had uh, the Juventus was basically the main, the majority of you, players. Ron, it did Mexico, Mexico, Mexico has a European counterpart. It's England. Because we have the same issue with our, with our, our domestic league. We have they two, don't play together. We don't, we have too many, we have too many uh, um, foreigners playing in it. But you know that the, the the English players themselves, if they're not going to play, then they should start playing over in Europe. They should. But the problem is that, is that their league pays them very well. Same thing. Same thing happens in Mexico. Chinkles. Hey, uh, John, Chinkles I, and... I didn't I didn't keep up with the news and stuff like that. So it has like you know the the, the FMF president and the yeah, no, he's they fired him. It uh, took us the coach. Dude. <laughs> what? <laughs> I gotta check Twitter, dude. Yeah, it's 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 done. <laughs> it's done. No, no, dude. Uh, uh, apparently, uh, I, I didn't see it, but apparently, Memo Cantu said, "Hey, we didn't lose that bad. You know, we 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 improved our our goals our goal against ratio." Dude, the guys said, didn't give up. Dude, dude, this guy's got a hell of a damn uh, agent, Osorio. 
I'm telling you, dude. Like other coaches, other better coaches have been fired for less. You know, they just, they just, you know, they, they don't want to be those guys. They don't want to be the guys that, uh, you know, that. I think the uh, FMF has gotten so much heat in the past for not allowing a process to, you know, see its completion well, all the way through. That this time they're going to do the complete opposite of what. To me, they had the FMF hose themselves the minute they fired Piojo. La golpe. No, okay. Piojo. They did no, need to fire they, Piojo over what happened. They didn't. But also Piojo had a really bad gold cup. And yet they Wait, still... Wait, I think... I think, I think, I think, you, I think you would I fire think, him over that, winning it? And no, no, no. No, no but I think, I think coupled with what he did is why he went out. I well, there's no question, he, but 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 they, but they, it, it should have never have come to that. No, I, I think it was it was not the bad gold cup. It was the tweeting about the Green Party, coupled with the with the Falcon punch. I think that. Well, I mean, the, yeah, I mean, he oh. made a series of uh, which, which we knew he would, but uh, but I mean, it's obvious that he. Uh, well, not obvious, but. I just, I, I think I even said this way back when uh, that 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 it wouldn't surprise me at all if Bjorko ends up coaching the World Cup anyway. I could see that. I could see him coaching. I could see him. You know, he's 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 vying for the job. He's on ABC One right now. It's, it's his dream job. It's 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 what he wants to do. But but then it why is, would a why would it, a it is the pinnacle of his mind. It is the pinnacle of what he wants to. <coughs> Why, why would America bring him back, though, if, if, yeah, but, but, if, if they're just going to let him go? America coaches are, are, are interchangeable. They'll just, go get, they'll just go get another coach. America, Ronnie, when was the last time America showed real loyalty to a coach? Like, like a guy that was there for more than, and I'm going to say three years. Not John Brees? No. <laughs> Luis Fernando Pena? Uh, His brother, no. <laughs> See, it probably it probably wasn't like maybe maybe like Ben Hacker or somebody like that. It's probably Ben. <laughs> nah, man, not even Ben Hacker. But anyway, yeah. So it's so uh, the coaches are interchangeable for that. But I mean, I do think yeah, I mean, it, if, if, if there is a change, it'll be between Piojo and Tuca. Piojo only wants to coach two places, and that's America and and the national team. Right. It's what it's what he wants. It's, it, it is it is in his mind. It is the the pinnacle of his career. You know, he could he could he could be there for you know coaches, a couple of cycles. Coaches that have raised their hand for the job. Hugo Sanchez obviously is one. Piojo is another one. Matias Almeida is another one. And uh, another one is even Cardoso. Perfect Cardoso is another one that kind of raised their hand, saying that you know, hey, I, I want to coach the match. <laughs> that should be the last guy raising his hand. Well, I mean, he, I'm just saying he, he's. Uh, I'm, I can't think of other coaches in the in the Liga MX that have raised their you know hand. Um, well, they're on vacation right now. So, I, I don't know, man. I, I just this this loss just. Really sucked. <laughs> well, I mean, you, uh, just, uh, you, you look at what's happened over the past, you know, in in, in, in this century. You know, you, you see Mexico have success at a certain level. You just think that it's going to finally carry on over to the national team, and it just, you know, it doesn't, and it hasn't for ten years. And I can, under, I totally understand the frustration. Yeah, 
I mean, I just never, I just don't expect Mexico to lose that bad. Like it's I, one thing to lose, but it's just it's embarrassing to go down two zero. You, you see a team just like a fish out of water, like floundering, just flapping I, around out there. I still think the teams that were still predominantly from the Liga MX, and I still think that they had, they were better and, and with you know more character. You know, I just you know for how, from how we play Copa Americas to it, it, you know. We need to go back to start playing Copa Libertadores. I got a, I got a question for you, Ron. I mean, yeah. You can answer as honestly as, as you like. What do you think the percentage of, of, of the European players that we have right now, of, of, of the guys that have a pair of man capris in their, in their, in their wardrobe? <laughs> uh, obviously, they're very, very talented, Ben. But... Uh, I don't know, man. Just how many are you, you asking? Like, how many work at prepads? Yeah, that's something for Beto. That Beto would know that. Oh, that, that's I, right. That, that'd be more of a Beto question. Well, Beto needs yeah. to hop on. He needs to hook up the telephone line. But uh, he said that, uh, but uh, that hasn't quite. Uh, He's hacking right now. Someone's internet. Quite happened yet? <laughs> yeah, I told him that. Oh, He's like, yeah, my 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 security is very lax here at the house. He's like, oh, okay. No. Uh, so uh, did probably you, start did getting you, notes on the on on on, the, on my computer. Oh, by the way, by the way, did you and Beto uh, see each other yesterday at the game? We drove down and then came back. Oh, oh. Yeah, did, did so, you not know that we, that, that we, it was uh, it was a uh, together I saw, trip? I saw. Did that you? He, you got a better uh, better spread than he did. I did get a better spread. <laughs> did Did you guys stop at a rest stop? Well, he made the he who made spread, the who, who spread you out? He made no. he made the he made the rookie <laughs> mistake of wearing his. Uh, his photographer smocked up in the press box. So they immediately said, you need to get out of here. <laughs> I knew Ellis. They told him. I knew Ellis. That's right. <laughs> so yeah. he, had to go, he had to go eat his prison sandwich downstairs. In the... that's, Rigo, that's what, that's what we call a spread. So like when we go to stadiums and stuff, like we always br- we brag to each other. We always like take photos of what, you know, what they serve. You know? Oh, yeah. I mean, so when, that's... when I went to uh... – when I did say Chivas, they gave me a nice, nice hot dog. Yeah, no, this, <laughs> this, this, Joel, this was a thousand <laughs> times better than what they served at the. Uh, you know, I'm interested in Rigo. At the Gallic Coliseum. They give you a hot dog sin pan. No pues. Para que raspe. You still want to show me your cucumber? Llegaron desprevenido. John, I did enjoy our kids' meal though. So it was, it was, uh, it was, it was hot dogs, and what was the other thing? Mac, mac and cheese. Mac and cheese. Well, there was mac and cheese at the uh, yesterday, and, and chicken tendies. Although chicken tendies, I forgot about. It, yes, it was a straight, a straight kids meal. Where was this? Though. At the Ellen Coliseum. Hey, hey, oh, Joel, okay. did you did you like the food at the at the World Cup Stadium Media Centers? Back in the I day, I didn't get I didn't get to eat, man. They, weren't they like charging or something? Yeah, uh, like a. For, yeah, sandwich. Yeah. So I never really ate there because they had like like Coke for five bucks and like a little sandwich. They had they had a uh, meals, <coughs> but the one that in South Africa, dude, that was the bomb. <coughs> at the at the press box. No, well, yeah, at the stadium media centers and and the press boxes, but the food in South Africa was actually very very good. You you got in touch with your Buntu side. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> so yeah, it was actually really, it was really really good. Wait, no, wait. but we went down now. Now Beto was our photographer, and uh, he actually took some really. Uh, I looked at him today. He had some. He had some really nice uh, pictures. You know that that's the great thing about digital cameras, is it? You know, I mean, we, he took like you know four hundred pictures. Yeah, and you know about I say about a good twenty of them are are are, are more than decent or are very usable, and that's uh, that's pretty impressive for for a guy who doesn't do it for a living. Yeah, so we'll like, be we'll be pirating those for. No, I'm just kidding. We're not going to do that. Well, we'll we'll be watermarking them. Yeah, I need to get I need to get the logo uh, from. I gotta get. I need to get the new logo so I can start watermarking the photos. Yeah. So, uh, but I it was. Need a, uh, I, I need to water. I need to watermark all my photos from like to the 2006 and also from 2010, and all like the gold cups and stuff yeah, like that. I though. figured out a really cool way to do it in uh in, in in Photoshop today. I was blown away by how easy it was. Yeah, it, it's yeah, it's easy. Yeah. No, it's, 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 it's like it's like it's like it's just 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 make the logo a brush stroke and just like click it. There it is. Yep. It's, done. yep. it's very cool. I did not know that you could uh, do that. So that was that was very uh, very groovy. But anyway, I digress. Uh, it was uh, but the, the the you know NRG Stadium is uh, is an indoor stadium in Houston, so it was nice and air conditioned and comfy. And even down on the field, uh, the crowd was uh, it said thirty seven thousand, which you know is a good number, but it was about uh, a little less than half capacity at the. At the place, uh, but the you know the fans uh, loved it, and they got to yell their puto with uh, without any problems. Uh, you know, because it was just friendly, so you know they could yell puto. I wonder if they, is that going to be a problem with the gold cup? But here's the thing: at that at that point, the puto shouldn't fall on the FMF; it should fall on the USSF because they're the ones you know uh, organizing this, right? Because I doubt that I, I doubt that Mexicans from Mexico, you know, what at the most twenty, if that, would make the flight from Mexico to to go watch a Molero. You think it's that high? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> you know, right? Other uh, other than the press that live in Mexico, I mean, I, to me at this point, it's like if you're gonna find anybody for for the chant for the games played in the U.S., I think you have to blame the the, the host. Uh, country for that, but I. Uh, so like, w- w- well, Ronnie, the- you want to you want to bring in an American coach? Maybe they should, uh, you know, just just start just start playing all you know all their all their all their games up up in the U.S. <laughs> you know, I just, I just think they should just play, just get a coach that's a little bit more practical. You know, I like you know like Duca. Duca's a practical guy. It's very pragmatic. You know, and as Alberto uh, Garcia Aspa said, said it in that final. He said, "Man, he said, you know, he said it's gonna, you know, it's gonna get really awful, you know, when we play this game. But regardless of what happens, he said, just maintain what you know, discipline and order." He said, "He said that that just blew him away that the that the, he would uh, tell him that in, in the final." So yeah, that's just that's what Duca's all about. It's like. You know, you know, Tuka would never let let spaces like that happen. It just he just wouldn't do it. He wouldn't play those guys if they're not gonna if they're not gonna do what they have to do. Did uh, 
I was actually, you know, when I was thinking about, you know, the game, has uh, did Jose Ramon and Fayetteson have they gone on on their tirades? Oh, you know yes. what? I, I'm I'm sure that they've, uh, you know, were thrilled to pieces. Uh, you know, were they cause... were they trolling uh, Jorge Ramos? Jorge Ramos was trolling them. Really? Yeah. Because Ramos uh, like, apparently, because like, like during the week, I was Ramos was a little perturbed, I should say, because. You know, at at, at also and Jose Ramon because they didn't give Mexico a state, you know, a chance. Well, they were call- Jose Ramon, and during the week earlier, like they were calling like Portugal a potencia mundial, and then uh, Jorge Ramos was like, "No, that's not a potencia mundial. What are you guys talking about?" Um, and then uh, they kind the kind of. During like during the week, the kind that they kind of all turned, where it turned to like today, Jorge Ramos was like, "You guys need to get rid of this coach." And Fighterson was like, "Well, you know, like we, we can't be ending processes like this early all the time. Like, you know, maybe it was the players, maybe it's not the coach, maybe we're not as good as we think we are." And that's what it turned into. I got, I, I, I had, I got, I got a tweet. I wasn't able to check it, but apparently, Bam Bam Samorano was pretty harsh on the team. I, I don't see. I don't. I don't really watch the Univision guys. Oh, okay. That's the only yeah. channel I watch. I, I can't watch the ESPN anymore. Which I just, I just, uh, I, all I watch is what we come to. Um, uh, you poor man. I used to. I miss. I miss Carlos Alberto. To be My honest, advice to I, you. <laughs> Start drinking heavily. Yeah, I mean, how can you? If that's the only thing you watch, that's that's just rough. I mean, that's like, oof. I'm, I'm telling you, I miss Carlos Albert. Um, he's on Fox now. I don't, I don't really like Fox. He's, he's not on Fox either. He's he's on a. He's like on like he's 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 like on some pirate, like on internet only thing. He's like the Alex Jones. Of, Alex Jones of, of, uh, of yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I catch them all on YouTube after after the game. I try to watch the Fox Sports. That what's it called? Ultima Palabra. Yeah. See, but that's the. I mean, how, how can these guys? And see what I'll say is, is that they, they can, you know, we're, we're, they're happy with 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 Mexico losing because they were right. I was right about this, so y'all have to. And I was thinking, is is, is that really where we are now? That that, that 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 that's more important to you than than the result of your of your national team. Yeah. Or has it always uh, been like that? And in, in, in not just in Mexico, but in all the, you know, in, in, in every in every country's Sport. sporting press. No, because I've, you know, I've seen, uh, I've seen other countries where they, you know, they, they're quarterfinalists, they're semifinalists, and when they go back to the countries, there's a parade, you know, that the team played well and, and stuff like that. I, I, uh, I don't. It's got to be a real small country, do, though. It's that's Ronnie, not happening in. That's Ronnie, not happening you, in London. Do you want a parade, Ron? You nah. want to go to a parade, Ron? Nah, hell no. Yeah, you don't want to like dress, parade, as, a, dress a, as a mummer. A parade for you know making it to the World Cup is participation trophies for everybody. That's just that's. So, how much of it was? Uh, what was the players today then? If 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 
I mean, is, 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 is this the cold reality that we're facing that the, the players are not as, as, as good as we thought they were? Well, or, obviously, or, or was obviously the first two goals were defensive errors. And, oh. you know, and granted, you know, there's a certain amount of blame that goes to the players for that. But from a tactical game plan, and I've I've never been I've never been convinced of Masorio as, as a master tactician or even a I, I think he's a guy that's a little maybe too smart for himself that doesn't really know how to put in practice what he theorizes what he ever he watched from the window to the Liverpool he's an, training camp whatever he's an overthinker I I think so I think he's an overthinker I don't think he's a very pra- you know practical coach I've never you know. Um, I don't really care about what he's does, what he's done in the World Cup qualifiers, and like people can say, well, I mean, he's he's got them in first place, and blah 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 blah. You know, I said, you know what, Mexico, yes, Mexico has struggled before in World Cup qualifiers, but Jesus Christ, dude, we've been to so what, fourteen, fifteen World Cups. You know, that's not an that's not an accomplishment. I'm sorry. It's, it's, yeah, and, and neither is one in the Gold Cup, frankly. Well, I mean, it's only worth to go to the Confederations Cup, really, right. if you ask me. Well, so, what I'm saying is, is, is that it's, you know, w- w- winning the Gold Cup is uh, it's not really a big deal. Yeah. It's no. Just, it's, it's just a thing that happened. I mean, and, and, and I say that for the U.S., too, and it's, it's not a big for, deal. It should be a, a for, big deal for the U.S. For, for me, for me, what at least for me, what mattered to me was World Cup first. Copa America second, and in the last ten years, or a little less than you know, ten years, they've really, they've really started to to disrespect you know the South American tournaments, the tournaments that they worked so hard to get into. Uh, did you guys, by the way, stop off at Rita's? You know, uh, I, I mentioned to to, to Chiquis if he wanted to go to Rita's, but he. Uh... You know, it was it was pretty late at night. It was it was like you know it was like eleven thirty when we left. And we the ice place. What's that? No, not Rita's no. ice. Uh, Rita's ice. Uh, it's, uh, a, it's a Central American sports bar. Yeah, back oh. back at Rigo. This is back in Houston. Uh, back before uh, you know, cable television had you know every single Mexican league game. You know. Yeah. Um, the ones we we had to uh, we had to go to like well, that the wall had, like, type bars. like a, like saddle like an, like an honest to goodness saddle and not a dirty yeah. dish. I remember I remember Copa America '93 watching it in a bar that was closed circuit. Right. So, so like for yeah, example, I was like seven. So before Copa before Copa you know Libertadores was you know on Fox Sports it was on pay per view closed satellite and you had yeah. to go to hole in the walls and that and believe it or not. Not every market in the United States had access to it. So, like back in Houston, there was only I think two bars that you, where you could go and you could watch uh, and you, you could watch the Copa Libertadores. So, like I remember watching them in '98. I remember watching it uh, in, in 2000. Uh, and you know, and the thing is, like you know, those games to me were just fantastic, and they were just so much fun to watch. Uh, the Copa Libertadores and obviously the Copas Americas. Uh, I just, I just wish that we would take those a little bit more seriously, you know. Uh, so. I mean, I think part of it also is South America is kind of. 
I, th- I think there was a benefit for both the Mexican Mexican federal Mexican League and for the the, the Conmebol to have this partnership financially for the Conmebol. There's a lot of money that Mexico draws in. And I think they kind of, you know, uh, overlook that. What the, yeah, what the draw uh, that Mexico has. Conmebol has a, they got a, they got a prettier girl they're looking at right now. Well, so. the, th- the thing is everybody's now so, you know, fixated on Europe and stuff like that. In our players no, I'm not Europe. talking about Europe. Yeah. Although they are going to bring in, what was it, Spain and uh, Italy for the next Copa America? I think I think three Latin teams, right? Or four Latin teams, Latin European, I should say. I think they're going to be with Italy, Portugal, and Spain. I think. Or, and France, France. France. I think it's. I think it's going to be the four Latin European teams. That is who's awesome. Who is it? Who's the prettier girl looking at? As far as Libertadores. No, I was obviously more comfortable as far as. Uh, as, as, as start as starting to play the Copa America in the U.S. more. Oh yeah. See, one of the things, oh, and one yeah. of the, and Holly will remember, but one of the things that playing in the Libertadores would do is they would always stack the odds against Mexican teams. Right. They would always pull something either for administratively or even you know. Guys, we ran out of cleats. You're gonna have to play the game with ten men. You know, so they would always. They always try to screw over Mexico, but the thing about it, those type of things actually, it, it, they toughened up those Mexican teams. Like, you know, playing, going to La Monumental and beating La Monumental, or playing River Plate and beating them over there, or Boca Juniors, or, or like, you know, a couple, what was it, a couple what, of days, a couple of days ago. What team did that wrong? What team did that? Uh, America beat uh, River in, in, in La Monumental. Uh, Chivas didn't beat Chivas did eliminate Boca, but didn't beat them in in, in, in Boca. They they tied after America. after after uh, after tying after beating them uh, for for nothing. That was a really good game. Even even as an Americanista, that was a really good game. To watch. Do you have but, that? Do you have that eagle screeching? <laughs> oh, absolutely. No, but that that's one of, that's one of the more of the more eloquent. Uh, <laughs> I, I thought I thought it it was called praises. for. I mean. Beating, beating Boca and Boca is well. It's because my hands were yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. My hands were were, were full. Well, so I was just I was I was busy doing something else. You caught me, Hoyt. You caught me. <laughs> like I was watching a replay of a of Pachuca in two thousand six. Couple like a week, a couple weeks ago, they were playing replaying it. The Sudamericana. Uh, yeah, like in uh, when when Pachuca beat Colo Colo in Santiago. Dude, Chaco was on that team, wasn't it? Yeah, dude, and, and, and like, oh, who was it? Borgi, Borgi was uh, the coach for Colo Colo. You had uh, uh, what's the name uh, Suazo in, in playing for Colo Colo before he went to Monterrey. I mean, the, Colo Colo had a had a stacked squad, dude, and, and the and like the stadium was just going nuts. And 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 you you know, Ron, as yeah. Mexico fans, yeah, we make a bigger deal of not being able to uh, yell puto than. They're not being able to play Libertadores, man. Yeah, I, I thought there was going to be fan outrage, but it was like, eh. But and again, it's because these kids, man, took take the Libertadores for granted. They didn't, they they didn't have to go into these into these uh, questionable locations. <laughs> right. Like like the very <laughs> first. Uh... I mean, so I'm I'm like I'm like what like ten years younger than you guys. What's that? I'm I'm like yeah, I'm, you're I'm you're ten years younger. Give oh, or yeah. take, yes. 
What year were you born? Rico? Like uh, 84. 84? It's a good year. America won in 84. <laughs> um, America. <laughs> what I was going to say is I remember growing up, like, and you're right, like, for it probably wasn't maybe the, to the late 90s, early 2000s when, you know, you started get, getting all the Liga MX games. You start, then you started getting the Libertadores on Fox Sports. That happened, Kids in, in, that happened in 2004. But before yeah. that, before that, dude, you had a good – Yeah, I, I remember, I remember you, listening. I remember there was listening. no guarantee you would walk out there, you know. <laughs> With all your fingers? Exactly, dude. Or your teeth. I remember listening to games on the radio. Yeah. Um, it, was, it was the only way. It was the only way you could you could listen to any of the artists' games. And, and, and probably, now the, you're probably heard we, of us back then, then Rigo. You probably heard Joel <laughs> and me uh, back on the radio because we used to call uh, Radio Unica. And, uh, oh yeah, I, I used to listen to Radio Unica all the time. <laughs> we we used to send them. Uh, you could you could email them like questions, but we would put her names would be like uh, Mohammed Lavarra and stuff like that. <laughs> and they would they would. Uh, that's when Jorge Ramos was on Radio Unica, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was. Yeah, he was the main dude there. Uh, With but, um, Mayorga and Pereira. Mayorga and, 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 and yeah. Yeah, but uh, you know, speaking of radio, but, the, the the one goal I heard on the radio that I, I never really got to see was uh, Luis Matador Hernandez goal with Boca Juniors, and I don't know if it was Copa Mercosur, uh, and he scored a goal off a Maradona pass. That would have just, that would have been nice to see, man. So how team? did Luis? How did Luis do in Boca? Did he play out? Did he, did he, he did do well there? He, he, he didn't he, do well. He no, it's not that he didn't do well. He Boca already had um, all the foreigners that you could register. They had all the Colombianos, and this was a deal through TV because Televisa was trying to get. I think they were trying to get the Argentine league. They were trying to get some Argent some tournament. And so they sent they sent Luis and uh, he only they could only play him like on the on the cup games. But he, he had a few goals. He he was playing better than Palermo. Palermo was uh, he was a young guy right at that point, just coming out. Who was the uh, the Italian striker mid nineties that looked like he was like fifty five years old? Canisia? No, 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 no. No, no, that's Argentine. Toto Schelacci. Ravanelli. Oh, Ravanelli. Yeah, he had the gray hair, yeah. the gray hair. Yeah, he was at Juventus, Ravanelli. Yeah, he was fantastic. Because I remember <laughs> they would always show the – because that was like, you know, the, you don't always get the Serie A because that was the best league in the world at the time. <laughs> it was, yeah, yeah. And so you'd get the Sunday highlights of, of – of, of, and, and he – I mean, like almost every week he was scoring a goal. But I don't know if he ever made it to the national team. Oh, so the point I was going to get at, the point I was going to get at was that, so growing up, like, you only had, like, a limited amount of leagues to watch. And hey, Serie A was one, Serie A was the most popular one that you would get from Europe. Hey, try, or, the try, only, or the only one you would get. Dude. Try, try only one game, dude, on Sunday. <laughs> that was tape delayed. Um, <laughs> okay, well, now kids have, now kids have the Champions League, Europa League, all the European leagues. Liga MX, like I, I know Mexican kids that don't, don't even watch Liga MX. And I'm like, how do you not yeah, but watch that's, Liga but MX? But that's here, that's here in this country, right? That's what I'm saying is like, 
that's why Libertadores isn't was it when you know when the, said that you know people didn't care about Libertadores because you know you have all this other soccer to watch. Well, and you have all other world. I'm pretty class sure soccer. that if, if if Libertadores was on Televisa or on, on TV Azteca instead of it being on Fox Sports, then I think it would have been. But but he, 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 here's the thing, Rigo. Libertadores is, does not compete with with the Champions League because you're going to watch Libertadores at you know six, seven, eight, nine, ten o'clock uh, Mexico time at night. Yeah. You know, I, I just, I just, I think it's just, uh, you know, with the the Mexican, you know, the the, the Mexican League executives just not placing more value. value into into tournaments that you know Mexicans before fought tooth and nail to get into those tournaments. I, I mean I also think I also think those South America undervalues Mexico as an asset. No, I as think they asset? part of the issue. Not, I think yeah. they used to, not anymore. No, not anymore. They actually want Mexico. In fact they yeah, want Mexico they, they to, lost, to take it more serious. They lost a lot of sponsorships because Wait, Mexico, well that, that's what I mean. I think before they lost all those sponsorships they undervalued nah, they, Mexico. No, nah, they they knew man they, <laughs> They, they knew since Santander, uh, Ron knows the story of Banco Santander. Yeah, but yeah, Santander was basically uh, the uh, one of their VPs said straight up that he goes that the only reason that they actually became sponsorship uh, sponsors for the uh, for the Libertadores yeah, the, the was, was because of the Mexican market, both in Mexico and in the U.S. So, and they're the ones that pushed for three automatic uh, three three. Uh, three um, teams so two directly and then the third one would have to play in the uh, in the phase in the early phase you know so they're the ones that actually got say you know it's told come bola I said I want I want Mexico with at least two direct tickets and, and a third one you know uh, now, in there yeah and after, after the after, yeah and that's because the Mexican teams were threatening to pull out <laughs> Yeah, right. They said you can have one team, but you have to you have to win the playoff mm-hmm. against the Venezuelan team. The, the, that, that was that which, was the initial foray, which was yeah. I mean, but that was that was but that was that was a deal that was struck by a, a promoter, not the actual federation. It was um, I forget his name, Maguire. Eduardo, right? Eduardo Aguirre. Yeah. yeah, he was the promoter that basically went to Conmebol and, or actually the Venezuelan FA, and said, "Look, hey, uh, let me, uh, I'll give you, I'll give yeah. you guys a million dollars every year. Let's just do a playoff." He, yeah, he went to to Bolivia, Peru, and Venezuela, and Venezuela took the deal, man, and they, they actually did reinvest in their in their league and in their national. Well, if you think about it, what they what they made. Was more than the cup, uh, the, the the prize money, because <laughs> yeah. they they got their money regardless. You know, <laughs> they got they got their money regardless, and and that's and back in those days, that, that's I used to go watch the uh, the Copa Pre, the Copa, the Sears, yeah, Sears. Copa Pre Sears, <laughs> the Copa Pre Pre Sears. So I used to watch those games, dude, because that's how they used to qualify. <clears throat> Man, yeah, we've come a long way. Uh, after the centenario, the the president of Conmebol, he he was pushing for, uh, you know, for a Libertadores with with Mexican teams, and and even MLS teams. But 
they definitely want to come into the U.S. market, and, and they know that Mexico is the key for that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think they should, I think they should just eliminate the Gold Cup, and make one Copa America. That ain't ever gonna happen. I know, but it just that's what I mean. That's what I think should happen, but it's well, never gonna happen because well, too much of a crash crap. Wait, 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 wait. It might because they're gonna do uh, they're gonna do the league. They they have a league tournament where they're gonna put all the Coca Cola teams into groups and they're gonna play round robin, and then that's gonna be like a cup. That's right. So that means that Mexico is gonna have even less of an opportunity to <laughs> play against no, top teams. I know, but but if they do that, then they, we could just do then, you know, do the combined the combined cup. I mean, I think that benefits the U.S. more than it does Mexico, as far as development. All right, boys. So let's uh, let's wrap this up here with, uh, you know, with your with your crystal ball, you know, your realistic theory and then your I don't know if you want to call it a dream theory or a, or, 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 or or another like a, like your, your conspiracy theory but uh, so what, what, what's going to happen between now and the World Cup is it uh, it's going to be uh, Osorio all the way and then they you know stumble into the World Cup you know have a decent draw a decent group qualify Draw France. Say, I mean, is, is, is France going to going to tune them up three, four, nothing, two, and then then they crash out, and that'll be the, that'll be that. Uh, I mean, I think I don't think the Saudis going anywhere, unfortunately. And they won the World Cup; they already made it. I don't see them winning uh, the fourth game, not with the Saudis. They might squeak out of the groups. And then once they get to, I mean, it really depends on who, who their group is. If they get a group of right. death, they might, they might not make it out. If it's, an, if it's a relatively easy group, then they may make it out. But then once they make it to the elimination rounds, they don't, they don't make it past the round of 16. All right. So what's your, I, what's your, what's your, what's, ideally, your, what's your crazy theory? Yeah. Ideally, he leaves. After Saturday, um, so so it's his partido de despedida. Yeah, well, you know, he, he, after the game, he gets to the podium. He says, "You know what? <laughs> you guys, you guys don't deserve me, so I'm gonna leave." Make Trump. Uh, and uh, he rides off into the sunset with the fourth place finish in confederations. And uh, I don't know who we bring in. We, we bring in somebody else. Take over. Um, maybe it's Ricardo Lavolpe. Maybe it's Ricardo Ferretti. Um, I don't know, but I'll take anybody at this point. So you just want a warm body up there? Yeah. See, I don't think we'd be having this problem if they would have just done what Ron had asked them when they were looking for a coach and hired Don, Don Ramon from El Chample. He would have been perfect. Well, Joel, you 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 desecrated the memory of of of, of Don Ramon today. Wait, what? <laughs> how how did I do that? Instant feces with with your picture. Yeah, come on, dude. You know Don Ramon would never have to resort to. <laughs> I don't think that was me. Artificial means. 
<laughs> so he's a pro's pro. Let's not kid ourselves. But anyway, well, Hoel, what's uh, what, what's going to happen, and and then what 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 would you wish would happen, or or what crazy theory you think might happen? Your choice. Well, if, I, if I know the FMF, they already fielded some calls. The wheels are in motion for bringing in maybe Tuca just for for the World Cup. Because I, I think that's the ideal to get a coach just to finish the cycle. And, and since I don't, I think we're all in agree that there isn't a coach right now that that we could see for long term. So then, uh, see who they could get to start the cycle. Okay. So I mean, I think that at that point you have Tuca or La Volpe that would be willing to just, you know. Do that one last, one last hurrah, and then hand over the keys. You really think La Volpe is in the mix? Yes, I I think his stint at America raised his profile because he was looking pretty bad with the podologa and then just, just bouncing around. And I think at America, a lot of people were liking him again. <clears throat> Keep missing my keep missing my chances. <laughs> All right, so no, is, is is that your is that your realistic assessment then? Is, is, is that how you see it playing out? Or is yes, that sir. Your, so okay, so what's 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 your then what's what, what what's your ideal then? What's man that um, <coughs> uh, Osorio gets sacked uh, effective immediately. Yeah. So don't even don't even coach the third place game. Oh, I mean, after yeah, after the tournament, I forgot about that game. Let Rafa coach it. <laughs> yeah, you could. I, I bet he'd do a good job. I bet he would too. But uh, I mean, and you kind of saw <laughs> when uh, Mexico was was losing. Uh, Osorio gives Rafa that look. Hey, do you want to come in? <laughs> and he had those headers when I, when I was like, damn. <laughs> you really about the score right now? He had a great header. Great good save too by Ter Stegen. Yeah, no no, sad. I mean, but but finish the cycle cuz cuz for a lot of players is is their last. This is pretty much their last World Cup, you know, the Guardados, the the Rafas, you know, the majority of those guys Peralta um so you know they're they're, they're going to retire after that soon, <clears throat> but but then we will be seeing a bit of a transition for the next cycle, and uh, you know that's a good chance to bring in a new coach and let them try something new. Sergio says that Osorio uh, will not get sacked. So uh, thank you for the input there, Sergio. For Ronnie, what's your? What's your how, I how I have plan? to agree. I have to agree with uh, Joel. I think that Osorio does get sacked, and 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 I think that uh, I don't think that any coach right now would want to take the team other than the usual suspects, like the guys that you know are probably on the way out of coaching, be it La Volpe, be it Tuca Ferretti. Uh, 
And, is, is, um, is Bora available, or is he, or is he still coaching? Uh, no, nah, he's he's out of the he's out of the mix, you know. Um, and you know, one one of the you know, Joel, Joel said something key here, in in my opinion, that you know, for many of these players, that this is their last World Cup, and I and I would have to say that this may be the last World Cup for even Giovanni dos Santos and even Carlos Vela, uh, in Chicharito. Chicharito, and one of the things that always kind of bothered me was that when Hugo Sanchez took the team, he's gonna he took the team when the team was in transition, meaning the veterans were like you know you you didn't really have the Cuauhtémocs really in their prime, you didn't have the Borgetis in their prime, you didn't have Oswaldo Sanchez in his prime, you, you didn't have you know. Those they, were in the, they were in the sunset of their careers. Exactly. So like Giovanni Dos Santos, you know, yes, he was, had talent, but he was really young and experienced. He was, you know, screwing up in Tottenham, getting drunk and and, <laughs> and stuff like that. So it's going to be for, for the next coach, you know, after, after Russia, you know, they're going to have, they're going to have a tough time. It's not. It's not going to be you know sunshines and rainbows. You're going to have a team that's in transition, and this is and this is why you know really I'm really pissed off. Perhaps more so at the Mexican Federation, but then to an extent, obviously Osorio. It's because, time for Ronnie Grant because this Ronnie this could have been this could this could have been one of Mexico's best teams because the talent they have so much talent. They really do. And, and and I think they just you know they're pissing it away with this coach. Um, so I, again, you know, I, I don't know what to expect in Russia uh, with Osorio. I don't expect much. Uh, with you know, they get Tuca, they get La Volpe. You know, I, I don't know. Maybe I expect a, a quarterfinals. I really do think that they can get to the quarterfinals with the the crop. I, I don't know if they can. Uh, get the mental game, you know, right? It's not, I mean, it's not just the crop that they have in place now. There's a lot of ta- young talent in Mexico. They, yeah. Your Orbeni Pinedas, the kids from America that are really good, that are young, but that, that, that could use that national team exposure. But, um, but, but here, here's Cesar the, Montes. Here, but here's the thing, Rico. There, and, and I'm not knocking on Chicharro for this, and I'm not knocking on, on any any player for this. But, you know, Cuauhtémoc Blanco was the type of player that could take the team on his shoulder. And I don't – Mexico doesn't have that right now. And they haven't had it for a while. They haven't they had have, it for a while. They haven't had it they haven't had it for a long time. Yeah, I, I, thought, I thought that was – that was wrong. I, I thought that was missing in, in this game against uh, Germany, just being that Guardado – He's, he's I mean, but it, it, this hasn't, they haven't had somebody like that in the whole uh, <clears throat> Osorio era. No, but I mean, that's because I, but, I feel like he chooses not to have it. Um, y- y- yes. Because it, it, I, I, I see Peralta as a player that can, you know, rally the troops. And then, I don't know if he was injured, but he didn't play him. Uh, you know, and, and he had Marquez, which under the circumstances, I would have started him. But it just feels like some of these guys have been there for a long time, 
and they're still not being able to do this. You can't, you mean, we can't have Peralta and Rafa Marquez out there forever. Guardado forever. Um, Dude, Guardado's 27. He's not, he's not, I mean, he's not that 27? old. 27? Yeah. I thought he was closer to like 30s. No, he was just 18 when he uh, played. In 19. Yeah, so 18, 22, 20. okay, so he's, he's closer to 30. But still, he's not. Yeah. It's not like he's but, like 35. But, you know, this could be their last World Cup, you know? Well, oh, yeah, for Guardado, for sure. Uh, I think Chicharito might have one more in here. Guardado's 30, uh, John. I yeah. just asked Wikipedia. What did Wikipedia say? 30. Now, did, 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 did he's going to be 31 in September. Did one of you Did one of you guys get in there and like change it to 30 before, right before you looked at it? Just to, <laughs> just to prove this. Okay, so. But again, but again, a lot of these guys have been there for a long time, so it's like they – if these guys aren't stepping up, I mean, it has to be somebody that's going to step up. So we we do we do need a leader out out on the field that we don't have. Well, and that's why this uh, this Gold Cup could prove to be very important for. It's funny those those late '90s teams had like a ton of leadership, <laughs> maybe not yeah. as much skill, but they had a ton of guys that that played with. They had a bunch and, of machos and, and, out there. There's no question. Yeah, yeah. There's not that many machos on this team. <laughs> Guys, I mean those those guys dance quebradites. These guys, you know, they listen to you know techno. You know, it's it's a different breed, a different breed of men. You know, team, you know, guys now on that team. To me, that's the golden generation. It, 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 yeah, this is the silver generation. <laughs> the, the silver spoon. La generación plateada. They're more like the silver spoon generation. Like Rick, right. Rick, Ricky Schroeder uh, riding the little train right. into the. You world. know, Jason Bateman was on that show, and he and he, I, I, I firmly believe that they had to take him off that show because he was funnier and better than Ricky Schroeder. <laughs> I'm serious. Remember when they had Menudo? Oh, I have to I, hang on a second before oh, before we talk Menudo. I have to ask Joel about his uh, his super friends uh, watching. I I watched that one episode. Uh, just the one? You haven't watched the because I sent you the, the, the apparently that guy had. I did. Had, had I have it. The whole season. <laughs> no, I see. I saw that one. Yeah. How yeah. was that? Was it any good? It was pretty good. Except what? some of it was 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 a little bit too much. What show are you guys watching? Challenge of the Super Friends. Dude. Yeah, it's old seventies cartoon. Where it's the it's it's all the DC Comics uh, good guys against all the DC Comics bad guys, so like they enter they interchange. Uh, like 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 Superman won't be fighting Lex Luthor; he'll be fighting you know whoever the <clears throat> the, the big yellow guy from uh, from Green Lantern. Whatever that guy's called, Parallax. But anyway. Well, gentlemen, I think that uh, I think Osorio is going to stay, and uh, you know, I think the expectations will probably be pretty low uh, for this particular World Cup. Uh, there's you know, the, the the players apparently seem to have a lot of unity, but maybe that was just you know, I guess if they're saying it, is it true? Who knows? But I mean, I mean, if if Osorio does stay and then do qualify and he does stay in there, I mean, I I think it has to be on the players to just say, hey man, you know, th- th- you know, this is as you guys are saying, this is our last World Cup. You know, let, let us have a little more say in how things, you know, you know, you know, 
let it let it help us help you and vice versa and then hopefully they'll abandon that would be the only way but other than that it's just going to be a total crapshoot now ideally i think uh if if they do make a change they would want to make it very quickly probably after the gold cup and then uh, bring in obviously and i'm i'm on the duka guy i think that would be the just a, a great way for him to uh end his career and i think that it'll be the, the the players would probably appreciate it. Uh, they seem to work well together, and they and, uh, and then then you 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 bring in the guy that that knows the league well and knows the younger players well to see how they can do in that period of transition that Ron is describing, which is which is absolutely going to happen. So, is that guy Almeida? Is that guy Busetich? Uh, who knows? But it's going to have to be somebody that can. That they're going to absolutely have to give time to 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 to, to get them to uh, work on things, and if it turns out that the base is a young team, then you send them to the Olympics and you, et cetera. So, but they have to find those players, and uh, so at this point, it's going to be an all or nothing uh, campaign for Russia twenty eighteen. That you start new with the new guy as they start tra- transitioning this. So that's why a guy like Tuca La Volpe. Piojo uh, to a certain degree, uh, Busetich. I don't. I think that he would probably be better off on the other end of it. Uh, so <clears throat> that's what I ideally would like to happen. But I do think that Osorio does stay, and I do think that it's. Uh, I think that we're going to start seeing Mexico kind of go on a on a on a, on a downslope here, and uh, I don't know if they're going to have the the stones to make the to make the change after they've already qualified. So if they're going to do it, you know, do it, do it, uh, do it before September. So. All right, gentlemen, well, we'll go ahead and wrap it up then. uh, We'll have uh, a show again next week. Joel, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you, John. Always a pleasure to, on the show well it's always a pleasure to have you on the show Joel. it's uh the the the, the, the feeling is mutual it's therapeutic <laughs> a little cathartic for some folks i understand uh rigoberto thanks uh thanks again for joining us thank you for having me always a pleasure enjoy the me. uh the the lovely heat and humidity in orlando this week oh thank you <laughs> on the fourth ronnie thanks for for hopping on uh, well, thanks, John. Appreciate it. And uh, you know, I I, I I I didn't get a chance to drive uh, Cheeky's by Rita's, but uh, but it was it, it was on the way. It was on the way. We'll have to do it next time. Well, this has been the Cantina Mekis podcast. Uh, we really do thank you all for joining us, and then thank everyone that participated on the chat. Really appreciate it. And uh, sorry we couldn't get to the uh, phone lines. We'll probably do that uh, next week. Uh, Cheeky's is our our technical director, uh, Alberto Campa, was not, unable to join us tonight, so we, uh, we did not have a full complement of our of our technological abilities tonight on the show. We'll, we'll make up uh, for, for that for you guys next week. So we'll talk to you guys then. Uh, again, you can listen to this uh, show live every Thursday night on YouTube uh, on the Catina Mekis channel, or you can download this and all our previous editions of our podcast from the Google Play Center or as well from the uh, from iTunes. So we do appreciate y'all uh, downloading those as well. 
We'll talk to you guys next week. Thank you guys very much.